Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. What's good, baby? It's Damian Barling, one half of D-Lo and KC. And thank you so much for downloading the podcast here. We really appreciate it. And hopefully you're a subscriber of the podcast. That way you get every single episode, every single day, every single interview, every single clip, every single bit of King's News delivered right here to your mobile device. It doesn't matter if you're subscribing through Apple, Spotify, Google Play. It doesn't matter if you're subscribing through Stitcher or the Odyssey app. You'll get every single episode delivered right here to your mobile device. And if you're using one of the platforms that allow you to rate and review the show, please do, particularly on Apple Podcasts, as I know that's where most of you are listening from. If you could hit the five-star review, if you think we're worth it, it only takes a split second. And if you could leave a review, that would be great as well. The review's cool. Again, it only takes a couple of seconds to do that, but it literally takes just a split second to hit that five-star button, man. We really appreciate you for being here with us. Enjoy the show. Hey, Riggs. Yeah, 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 yeah. We got them screaming D-Lo, KC, D-Lo, KC, D-Lo, KC, D-Lo. We got them screaming D-Lo, KC, D-Lo, KC, D-Lo, D-Lo. Number one spot, we a number one spot for some sports, huh? Got the city going crazy when we work, huh? We top two, but we ain't two, we in first, huh? And when you need the real, we is who you search, huh? D-Lo, KC, D-Lo, KC, D-Lo, KC, D-Lo, we a number one spot. One more time. Hey, it's been a while been a while i got some feelings on this game and this team but a tradition is a tradition let's go they do not know what sack town brings when on the low that's a sack town thing talking about us it's a bounce out thing must they forgot we some sacramento kings whole squad going crazy yeah we back with it northern cali going crazy one sack winning if you doubted us then ain't no back spinning this is real right here ain't no catfishing uh, so tell me what you see now see now Rebound. Look to the sky like the beam now. Tell them like the beam. Like the beam, baby. Hey. It's a one verse day. Come on, man. It's a one verse day. It's a one verse day. Kings get the win. And looking down at that, boy, there's. People, and people don't, I'm not saying you specifically. People don't appreciate the beam like they used to, man. Well, yeah, it's different. I didn't, I didn't see, I didn't see tweets about hey, like the beam, whatever. Uh, when I see consistency, that's when I'll get happy. Come on, man, don't do that. Don't do that, y'all. Kings won. 
And they needed to win. They won. They did. They did, but that that doesn't mean everybody. First of all, I'm going to need some of y'all to fall back. I saw way too many tweets. I needed the beam tonight. Y'all got to recognize the company you in. Some people can't Some people can't read tweets like that without laughing. Oh, man, it's funny. Stop it. Oh, how I missed the beam. Okay. All right. Relax. Relax a little bit. It has been a while since the Sacramento Kings got a victory, but that has all changed. They needed to get a win last night, and that ex- is, 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 is exactly what they did. I don't know, man. I was salty last night. Mm. And, and, and first of all, let's just acknowledge <laughs> NBA is a cold world. Man, oh my, my goodness gracious. Boy, oh boy, oh boy. Adrian Griffin out as the Milwaukee Bucks head coach. Uh, rumors that Doc Rivers is going to take over that gig. Uh, I won't I won't say too much, but there were rumblings in the D'Lo and Casey studio in well, recent weeks. I mean, we can say we ain't got to name names. Well, it but. was funny. You, I, re, I was telling Jesse, you you brought this up a couple of weeks ago, off the <laughs> off when you know we were privately. I think we were even doing the KSFM show, yeah. and he was like, "Yeah, I think Adrian Griffin might be out in Milwaukee." And I'm like, "Word, you think they're gonna get rid of him after one year?" And Casey was like, "Nah, I think they' about to get rid of him any minute." And I was like, "Oh, stop it!" And you you told me why you felt that way, and you told me about Doc Rivers and. Wow! Hey, here we and, are, and I can I can say this because I don't I don't think the, the dots will be connected. I really don't because where I heard this is so off the radar. You would never. I don't guess. even know where you heard it from. But I got a text like a week and a half ago, and like Doc Rivers about to be the head coach of the Bucks. I said with the football Bucks, Milwaukee <laughs> Bucks fool. And I said when like this year or next. He's like I don't know, but he the next coach. And I was like, that's crazy. So then I told Damon, I was like, man, if they already talking about it now. He might be gone in the middle of the season, but that would be crazy. Yeah. And <laughs> I'm on the FaceTime with my wife, and all of a sudden the uh, notification, Adrian Griffin out. And I was like, that's crazy. He's out. Two minutes later, Buck strongly can suck Rivers. I said, incredible. what in the world? I'm sitting there like incredible. the wire meme, just like, oh, my God. It's crazy, man. 30 and 13. Mm-hmm. 30 and 13, man. Mm. That's incredible. Don't forget Terry Stotts left that team earlier, too, because of Griffin. Yeah. This Adrian's first year, right? First year. First year. And it was. He's it been was, called out by Bobby Portis. You had the incident with Terry Stotts that you're referencing right there. Giannis has started to. It was rumblings with Giannis. Well, hey. At least they hey, did it sooner than later. We don't know what we don't know, mm-hmm. right? And you got to mm-hmm. believe that there's. There's just something there that that we don't know. Mm-hmm. And I think some of that stuff is going on with the Sacramento Kings, too. Not mm-hmm. to this degree. Mm-hmm. But I think there are some things going on we just don't know about. Mm-hmm. I'll say this. Can we talk? Can we talk about it? I mean, yeah, I mean you ain't got to say everything, but, like, just well, bad vibes. Here, or... how about this? How about this? Who was the man last night? Harrison Barnes. Harrison Barnes. Harrison 32 Barnes. points. From HB. You know that what? That's crazy. You know what? See. Let's do this. This is how we'll start the show. Listen to what Harrison Barnes said last night. It's a good point here. Y'all, y'all got that? It's a good point here. That's what HB said. That y'all, I stuck around. I'm, I'm watching the post game, waiting, waiting, waiting for the interview. Where's the interview? You interview normally on the court, like right after the commercial. No, no HB. What do they do? They go to the I, 
maybe maybe this has been happening and I just haven't like been registering it because I was on hyper alert for it last night because I knew going in, I bet everything Kenny owns, Harrison ain't talking tonight. Mm. Nope, no Harrison Barnes last night post game. They went to Davion in the hallway. Mm. Davion, yeah. hey, shout out Davion. I want to talk about him too. No Harrison. When they okay. try to track down people, they do the hallway thing. I've seen that with Trey Lyles a couple times. Mm. Okay. I'm going to stick around a little bit longer. Who's at the podium? Well, all reliable. Malik Monk. Mm. Okay, it's normally two players and the coach. So they're gonna, they're, they'll probably go Malik, Mike, and then maybe maybe someone else. Go check it out. Who is it? Following the tweets. Follow, oh, Domas. Malik and Domas again. The two guys who spoke a couple of days ago. Now, De'Aaron spoke before practice. We'll get to that. Yeah, Before the game. Before the game, excuse me. I said practice. I'm yeah, sorry. He spoke before the game. Before, by the way. Right before warm-ups. By the way, that's not unusual. A lot of people thought that was unusual. I, I hadn't seen that. No, 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 no. I hadn't seen that. It's normally not filmed. There's locker room availability before every game. Mm. If you're ever down on the <laughs> – if you, well, no, you. If you're ever down on the floor before the game starts, you'll see. Hey, I, J- James Ham. I'm, I'm d- d- nine times out of ten, I'm talking to James Ham. Hey, uh, I'm gonna run to the back. Locker room availability is open. Mm-hmm. It's not unusual. It's just De'Aaron was there, Sean was there, so we filmed it. A lot of times that stuff isn't recorded. You're just right. getting a couple right. of quick quotes. You're not getting much because it was the first time that De'Aaron spoke since Toronto. It was a big deal. Then it hit. Then it hit Twitter. Mm. And it was like, oh, Jesus Christ, mm. what is this? And so I, t- I was like, Sean, that video, and I'll, I'll, I'll leave all that alone, but like, you don't have to go very far. Look at the quote tweets. Look at the responses to it. Yeah. But I'm looking around. No Harrison Barnes. When was the, Everybody talking about De'Aaron Fox. When was the last time you heard from Harrison Barnes? It's been a year. Not, not, I mean, not, not, and, and I say that not faulting him because I think there is a little bit more going on, but – they threw Harrison out there all the time so, back in the day. Let me also be really, really clear about something. My job, I, I don't, I, 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 if, if we go to the, the 41 home games a year, if we go to 30 of them, I'm never, I don't, I rarely go to Mike's press conferences unless it's a, a, a playoff game. I never go into the locker room. I don't ask players questions. That's not, I don't consider that my job. Mm-hmm. That's James's job. That's Jason Anderson's job. That's Hunter Patterson's job. That's not my. That's not what I do. Right. It's never been what I do, and unless I have something very specific, and if I do have something very specific, I'm probably not going to ask it in that setting. Mm-hmm. I'm going to ask it in an entirely different setting. Mm-hmm. So I don't care if those guys don't speak because of how it affects what I do. Right. But there is a certain level of you look at teams going out there. You see the struggles. You know prior to you know the, the the unfortunate tragedy that they're going through, but the struggles at the Golden State Warriors, for better or worse, their guys are out there talking. It's part of the job. It sucks. It's not fun. It's part of the job. Then you talk about all of the what they're what that team is going through now. Steve Kerr went out there and addressed the media yesterday. Mm-hmm. You know how difficult that it was for that man to talk yesterday? All of these players, everything that they're going to be asked over the next coming days about losing, like lost, he's gone, a family member. And they're still out there facing the music. We all live life, right? We all have things that we're going through. We all have jobs. We all have families, uh, wives, spouses, significant others. We all have stuff that we're going through. But I have a job to do. You have a job to do. Most people listening to this have a job to do. And those guys have a job to speak to the media. Mm -hmm. And when it feels like they're just kind of tucking their tail and running and not speaking because they don't like a report about a trade rumor that may or may not be real. 
they might not like a report about a trade that was very, very real in the Toronto one. It could be a variety of different things. But the fact that this team that hasn't won nothing kind of tucks tail and, 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 and goes and hides in the locker room. Bruh, in Sacramento? This is For probably, real? It's probably the nicest media you'll hey, find. Hey, what happened when Keegan struggled last year? One tweet from his dad to I, I I don't I think it was Jill I can't remember who it was to, hey yeah Keegan's struggling a little bit man Some, something happened to his grandma you know we started get it's, that's how it got out there publicly we had heard about it privately it but it was private it was like it's not our place his dad said something to someone on social media and that's how it got out there the most forgiving oh man let's wrap our arms around Keegan man he's going through something. Who cares that he scored two points? Who's scared that he, 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 he's struggling out there on the floor? Our brother is going through something. Mm-hmm. This is the most loving fan base on the planet. If you're going through something, yo, hey, I'm going through something right now. Yo, but if you're upset because of a trade rumor, bruh. It, I, I don't understand. You talk about. Can you? I'm sorry. No, go ahead. No, one one no. thing. Can you please. Use the line that you used off the air when we talked about this privately. I forgot what it was. Sorry. You guys are worried about the wrong uh, thing. Absolutely. They definitely worried about the wrong thing. This is not are. serious. It's not that deep. Like, I I never understood why talking to the media is that big of a deal. People talk about it sucks or whatever. It's not. We did the exercise a week ago. Like, you can get through it in two minutes by saying nothing and fulfilling your obligations. Like, it's not that big of a deal. The fact that, like, they're making it a bigger deal than it needs to be. Right. The, it, it is not that big of a deal to say a couple words and keep it moving. And I'm like you. I don't need them to talk. That that doesn't affect my job. I'm not really tripping off it one way or the other. You know what I mean? So I, I'm not affected by it. But I know people who are. This is part of their job and how they get their job done is by getting those quotes and getting right. those videos. And it's not that big of a deal for them to do it. Like you mentioned, they are worried about the wrong stuff. Like, this is this is ridiculous. Malik don't go out there and do the Draymond Green word salad. You, hey, uh, hey, what, what, uh, how did, what was different with Harrison Barnes tonight? Three game, three days off. <laughs> yeah, it was three days off. Tell Mike, this is exactly what he said. Tell Mike, HB had a night like this because we had three days off. Mm-hmm. That was it. That's it. That's all you needed. And we're good. No, everybody like, hey, he came and talked. Y'all, y- y'all, some of these dudes feel like they have to give out there and, 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 and give this novel. You don't. Just talk. Just answer the question. That's it. How the hell's, hey, what'd you guys do? Hey, schematically. No, it was three days off. Make sure you tell Mike that. And <laughs> sure enough, James Ham said, hey, uh, Malik said Harrison went off because you guys had three days off. And Mike Brown responded. He was like, well, we didn't. And he gave he gave an answer, which just continues to highlight the Malik-Mike Brown relationship. Yeah. Now, I'll play a little devil's advocate on the other side. Okay. We'll come back. We're just getting started. We're going to talk about this game. But this is why, like, it's – I don't feel great after this. I'm glad mm-hmm. they did what they had to do, though, mm-hmm. because I feel like they controlled this game. Even though, it, you know, it got probably a little closer than it needed to a couple of times – they extended the lead back out. They never really got within a position to where it felt like the Phoenix game or felt like something that could 
that can completely go awry. So salute to Sacramento. They did exactly what they were supposed to do. We'll talk much more about this. We'll talk about what went on in Milwaukee today. Uh, There's a lot we're excited to talk about. No TK today. She's a little under the weather, but Jason Jones will be with us for a conversation I'm really excited about in the 3 o'clock hour. Steelin' with KC brought to you by Sky River Casino on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN 1320. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I don't I don't know why your picture of you with the beam behind you is so funny to me. <laughs> it almost looks like your smile is sarcastic. It's just It's, it's like you're looking at right at Bonte Hill when you tweet this picture. <laughs> that's what it looks like to me. It's just looking foreign cuz we haven't seen it in I, I guess I long. guess that's what it is. I guess that's and what for, it is. For whatever reason it's closer than usual too. I don't know why it's so close. So they won, and we didn't call it a Drake Bars game. Is there is there some? Is this the end of Drake Bars? Yeah. So hey, what's going on it, here? It might be. It might be time. It might be time. Big game coming Nothing up on lasts Thursday. Forever. Big game coming up on Thursday. Can the next I, four games are, are pretty big, if you ask me. Yeah. I think it's uh, the Warriors, Mavericks. I think Memphis and Miami. Ooh, Mavericks. Uh, Mavericks lost. Uh, Down goes Luca. Shout out. Shout yeah, out. yeah. So the replay again at the Dallas at the Dallas Center. <laughs> they were showing the replay and everything. <laughs> Shout out to the Celtics. Hey, they they kind of did uh they kind of did Trey Lyles a little dirty last night oh, at, the, yeah. at the arena because yeah. got dumped oh. on. I was wondering. I was like, are they going to play the replay? And they did. did they? But oh. they played the, it the crowd TV. understood it because. It should have been a charge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they played the replay yeah. to show that Trey Lyles was outside the restricted area. should have been a charge. should have been a charge. The crowd booed like they were supposed yep. to. And they didn't finish with the ball going through the hoop. They they cut it off. Just before. enough so you could see his uh... – They faded to black like a Sopranos episode, like the ending. Well, at least it, it wasn't what happened to Marvin Bagley the other night. Oh, Poor Marvin Bagley looking like Damn. directly up at the – I wonder if Marvin played a good game the other day. I know that that Knicks game he played well. I'm going to have to check that out, see what he did. Can I I, – I read this during the the commercial break. This is from a a, a good friend of D'Lo and KC, our man Bobby Marks. Oh, yeah, that's our guy. Bobby Marks tweeted, not surprised by the Adrian Griffin firing, even with Milwaukee at 30-13. and 13. The defense has taken a major step back, and this team had second-round exit written all over it. Mm. Man. That mm. is harsh. Yeah, that's a lot. 
That's a lot. How much of the defense taking a step back that was Adrian Griffin's fault? Just not the fact that you traded Drew Holiday. It's a good question. I don't know. Um, like how much of that is just team building? So you're not with wrong, Chris but by the by the I I, I I hey Adrian Griffin, I I hate what happened to him. Um, I he hadn't done nothing to me. It's a young guy, not a young guy, but young coach, like mm-hmm. his first coaching experience, getting his first opportunity. So I feel bad for what I'm about to assume. But based on the fact that it seemed nobody liked him having him there, mm-hmm. maybe a lot of it had to do with him. Like maybe they just mm-hmm. were not there to play for this guy. Yeah, Terry Stotts, the thing you brought up, Jesse, I mean, that was alarming. You know, it's a guy that's probably trying to get back in the league. And before anything even starts, he says, I've had it with this. I'm out of here. Giannis was rumbling. Bobby Portis called this guy out, you know, after losing to the Pacers. It wasn't even like they lost to the Celtics or anything. like. No disrespect to the Pacers, but he was like, this is a, this is a joke mm-hmm. that we keep losing to them. Um, he To answer the question in a long way, way, he, he might have had a lot to do with, with what's going on. Yeah, that's fair. It felt like bad vibes. Mm-hmm. That's just just what it felt like. Bad, bad vibes that apparently weren't fixable. LeBron and the Lakers taking notes right now, figuring out how to get Ham out of there too. LeBron looking around like, oh, now Giannis is don't y'all y- y'all ain't got no Giannis conspiracy theories out there. <laughs> okay, yeah, GM. Okay, Giannis onto to GM. Is Giannis mm-hmm. a coach killer? Let's warm it up. What or, is that, two in the last year? Or is it Leonis? <laughs> yeah. Y'all lead these players. Speaking of, uh, I was looking at the stat line. Marvin Bagley, the night he got dunked on by the Spurs in a loss, 21-12 mm-hmm. and 12 for Marvin. Led the Wizards in Very scoring nice. with 21-12. and 12. Good They for him. played the Nuggets uh, after that. Let's see what he did that night. 14-7 and seven off the bench. Well, he's getting an opportunity to play, which is something I don't think he he didn't get a ton of in Detroit after right. a while. He right. stopped he stopped getting an opportunity to play. Well, all of that, there was another trade that's today. A, that's, it's kind of a big trade, if you ask me. Another interesting line that came from <laughs> Tyler Hero, of all people. Tyler Hero said of the trade that sent Kyle Lowry to Charlotte and, and is bringing in Terry Rozier – Oh, this is this is a this is a much needed energy boost. <laughs> We're gonna be able to play fast. We're gonna be able to play with tempo now. <laughs> what the hell's going on in the NBA? My <laughs> <Like>, goodness gracious! <laughs> there, I've I t- don't think Tyler Hero meant that to be harsh. But my first thing was like, what is Tyler Hero? <laughs> Tyler Hero of all people, what is his beef He's with defender. Kyle Lowry? I, I've, I think I've mentioned this before. Um, I used to work at a middle school, right, and during. The fall and winter, every every two weeks or so, you would get a day off. It'd be uh, Thanksgiving break, Christmas break, um, name some random holiday, you know, Cesar Chavez. You, like every two weeks, there'd be an extended weekend or, you know, you get a day off or whatever or weeks off. Mm-hmm. And everything kind of went smooth. And this would happen all the way till President's Day. After President's Day, it was like seven straight weeks of Monday through Friday, no days off. And us and the faculty at Abbott Elementary, we'd be like, bro, watch what happens after three weeks. 
these kids are going to just go crazy. And the kids would just do little weird stuff, like start throwing milk at the wall. Like, little, like it was almost like their brains couldn't handle eight straight weeks of five days a week, and they would get in trouble for the little silliest stuff after about three weeks. I feel we're at that stage in the NBA. <laughs> just the players are throwing bizarre. milk at each other. <laughs> They're just starting to be bizarre. <laughs> the teams are just firing coaches. Tyler Hero throwing shots for no, just bizarre. All star break can't get here fast enough. And Harrison Barnes threw milk at De'Aaron Fox, and that's <laughs> people don't want to talk to the media. <laughs> this is weird. They they try to we as a, as as a media members, aka faculty. We're just trying to get to the all star. Is that break. a shoot? Was it, did you work at Abbott Elementary? No. Oh, okay. No, no, no. I was but like, that's, that is that's incredible. It was. It was uh, uh, Pioneer Middle School in Tustin, California. I okay. love that. But aside from um, this job, favorite job I ever had. I loved working at this school. Is that, that the Coyote? Uh, yes. Okay, very good. Yes. Very good. Shout out to all my people over Pioneer. Well, I, 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 I just laid out why like I, I wasn't like jumping for joy that the Kings, you know, I just felt like things were off last night. I don't think Harrison smiled once. Like, Hell, even camera caught Keegan smiling at one point. Like, HB, crack a smile, man. You played phenomenal. And it was great so, to see HB play that way. So it's funny you say that because I didn't know that. I went to the game last night, and afterwards I was just like, okay, uh, you know, who's doing the lighting of the beam or whatever the case may be. Thought it would be HB. Mm-mm. It wasn't. I was like, oh, that's right. They probably got him on TV. Well, no, Mm-mm. they didn't have him on TV. No. Nope. And I didn't know that. That is very bizarre that he won't say a word. But, yeah. <laughs> like, that's it's just silly. It, it's very silly. Like, it's like, very silly. Like, once again, worried about the wrong stuff. Like, what, what are we doing? Like, HB, we love you. Like, come on, man. We're, we're, part of the it, – it's, it's that, like, HB, like, that's not you. The 32, mm-hmm. that's probably not you at this stage of your career. But two, one, and one, that ain't either. Right. Like, that's the, I think that's the frustrating part right. is that's not you. And it, it's cool that you did this. That's probably not you either. Mm-hmm. I, I know Will had the stat. A lot of people had the stat. I saw Matt, 20, 20 21 field goal attempts is the most in years mm. for him. Mm. Yeah. I, and, and nobody's asking you. Did they draw a plays for him last night? Didn't feel like it, but I don't know what the plays are. Yeah, I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't know either. what they are. I'm just going off what Mike told. But us. it didn't. It felt like everything was in the flow of the offense. Mm-hmm. There was no. There wasn't a whole lot of isos or whatever. But he balled out. Didn't force out. anything. Like it looked. It looked like Kings basketball. Yeah, he balled out, and it's nobody's asking for you to have thirty again. That'd be great, but nobody's expecting that. We just don't want to see. Two points, one shot attempt. It's inexcusable. And I think De'Aaron's banged up. Like what? Like he? Yeah, some, something's a little off with him. He. It feels like he's saving all his. And this is this is not a report. This is I'm watching with you. Mm-hmm. This. It feels like he's saving his aggressiveness for like the fourth. Like if he needs it. You, you know. You know what I thought about last night. And credit to you because you brought this up. And I was like, nah. But last night I thought about it. He may be losing that all-star bid. Yeah. Yeah. Like that may be going by the wayside. 
Yeah. And I don't and, and, and truthfully, I do not think he cares. He doesn't care. I think, I think it sucks more. Stay at home. Yeah, I think it sucks more for us. Right. Like Kings fans that he's 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 gonna miss out on the all star game or probably gonna miss out on the all star game. But yeah, like it's he, it's he'd the, rather stay at home. And if he's hurt, he'd probably it. rather, you know, stay at home and heal up. If he's hurt, everyone would rather he stay at right. home. Whether it's his ankle, his shoulder, his mind, stay, whatever. Stay at home and spend more time with the Kaiser guy. There, there you go. <laughs> with the doctor. <laughs> Thanks, Doc. Do some more planks. <laughs> throw the ball around. I don't even know why that's throw funny, the ball around with funny. baby rain. I don't know. Just hey. <laughs> I don't care. Just let my man get healthy and make yeah. that hell. He can have the Dame Lillard stuff. Yeah. Where Dame Lillard doesn't go to the All-Star game, comes out and lights the entire league I'd on fire it. the second half of the season. I'd love it. Um, but it, can real quick, as I know we got some, can I, mm-hmm. you want the devil's advocate thing that I was going to say? Yeah. Because we talked about them talking. Mm-hmm. And I think they should do it. Like, I don't think it's a big deal for them to go and say some words. Like, just do it. You know what I mean? Just just do it. Like, stop making it bigger than what it is. Devil's advocate. You touched on it a little bit. Sam De'Aaron Fox. All right, I'll talk to you. Let's talk. He talks, and you talked about the quote tweets. Mm-hmm. And not saying they were lighting his ass up, but people no. were upset with yeah. that. And And now it's like, if I'm De'Aaron Fox or Harrison or anybody, it's damned if I do, damned if I don't. Because I sit up here and talk. You didn't like my disposition, so now you're making that a story. Well, yeah, and and and, and so, but so so here's my problem with them not talking in this this situation. They're putting energy into this. Mm. That's my issue. Mm-hmm. And shout out to Jason Anderson because Jason Anderson does not give a damn. No. He doesn't care if you like him or not. He's going to ask a question to get the point across. And he asked Aaron, this is the first time you spoke since Toronto. Is is, is there a reason that you haven't been talking? And De'Aaron just looked at him. Hmm. And I'm not, like, if you haven't seen the clip, he just looks at him mm-hmm. and kind of, like, moves his shoulders. And Sean, being the professional that he is, Cunningham, quickly picked yeah, up. Got, got out, He's got not answering. <laughs> I'm going to get us out of this. And yeah. then he just asked the follow-up question. And De'Aaron gave his short little answer. But everything in that was about body language, about uh, his tone. And, and it was and, and, and then it created this divide of Kings fans who were frustrated because they felt like the, the, the Kings media bullied uh, the Kings into making De'Aaron talk before a game when he should be focused on, on the layup line. And then others who were like, yo, what is going on? Why does he look like that? Truth be told, I don't think anything go- is going on past the fact that these guys just don't want to talk for a variety of different reasons. Mm-hmm. I think Harrison has one reason he doesn't want to talk. I think De'Aaron might have an entirely different reason that he doesn't want to talk. But the fact that they're putting energy into that right. is 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 frustrating. Right. And Harrison, with all due respect, can probably squeak by without speaking and getting anyone's attention. De'Aaron can't. Demontis Sabonis can't, mm-hmm. and yo know, shout out Domas been out there. He he hasn't stopped talking at all. But like when you're all pros, don't talk. Yeah. When you're all star, don't talk. It's not like it's just James Ham that notices. Right. There's guys in New York who hear stuff and notice stuff, and if you don't think they're paying attention to this, you lost your mind. Mm. 
They're aware of all of this. And so that's probably part of the reason we saw De'Aaron before the game yesterday. Hey, look, De'Aaron's out here in front of everybody. Yeah. Leave him alone. Leave the Kings alone. Keep if, it moving. If I was giving De'Aaron Fox or Harrison Barnes or Sabonis or Keegan Murray, any of these guys advice, I would tell them this is almost like this whole talking situation is almost like your free throw situation. Mm. It's an issue mm. until it's not. Was it an issue last night on the free throw line? No. Cool. And so. like once you so once you start making your free throws, then the funk that you're in, it'll go away and it'll just be regular at that point. Like like you won't maybe you won't be shooting 95%, but you won't be shooting 56%. You'll be 81% in or 77 and you won't win or lose a game because of your free throws. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's gonna be a thing until it's not, and then it becomes normal. This whole talking thing, if you just talk for a week straight, nobody gonna worry about this no more. So and that's why and that's why I think I was so like salty after last night's game was because I went into the end of that game expecting Harrison not to talk. And that's a situation where Harrison Barnes should be front and center. Because, yo, what what was different tonight? We hadn't seen this HB uh, since this is you know since the first game of the season, but we haven't seen anything resembling this. What, what, what did you feel tonight? And the fact that he didn't t- led credence to my thought. There, he's actively avoiding this. Yes, I was just about to say this. This and, is intentional. And and like and and then it just boils down to like why, for what, like what is going on. Mm-hmm. And and it, and then it, and then you start you start piecing things together. What has been the prevailing theme with this team? Oh, you know they're winning games. They're winning by a lot. Losing often repeated line. Man, it feels like vibes are off. Mm-hmm. We're big into vibes. It was a vibe check for the Sacramento Kings, and it registered off. Hey, y'all beat Atlanta. That's what y'all was supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Go beat Golden State. Yeah, go 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 win games. Maybe maybe that improves the vibe. Right. Maybe winning really does cure everything. Right. Maybe winning one and four or one and five, excuse me, doesn't. But maybe two and six does. Mm-hmm. Right. And as those start, maybe that does it. I don't know what does. The sad reality is, and I hope this isn't the case. Maybe February eighth coming. And going fixes the vibes. Uh, it's just it's just one of those things, and I don't. I'm not trying to disrespect anybody. I know you aren't either. But you know, winning winning a a championship is not everybody's sole focus right now. Because if it was, we wouldn't even be having this discussion. Right. People will be talking to the media. People will be. You know, doing all this other stuff, but it's clearly shoot like it's winning clearly a championship, not. winning basketball games yeah. at this point. It's clearly not because if it, if it was your sole focus, and you'd be like, "All right, we played a game. Let me go do the rest of my job, and you know, and let's get back to winning." Now it's like, "Ah, nah, I'm not gonna talk." You know what I mean? Like, it just gotta they gotta get to the point, and I'm not saying that lasts forever. Everybody goes through little funks mentally personally and all this other stuff where you just you know you can't get out of the funk you're not really feeling it whatever um i'm not saying this is going to last forever but right now 
I would say they just got to get back to winning basketball games being the most important thing. How long that's going to take, what that's going to take for them to get there, I don't know. But they've got to find a way for everybody to get back on that same page. I think Fox, De'Aaron Fox's issue right now, his main, main issue is more physical than anything else. I, I agree. Whatever, whatever reason he's feeling about media or stuff involving media, I don't think that's the bigger issue. I think there's something, it's either his, his foot, ankle, shoulder, whatever. Mm-hmm. One game in six days, I'm hoping helps. Mm-hmm. And the fact that they don't play again until Thursday and it's just in San Francisco, it's not like they got to, you know, hop a plane, uh, acclimate to a, to a time change in Brooklyn or, or at the Garden or whatever in Manhattan. It's no, you, you, you start your, your, your season long seven game road trip in San Francisco. So uh, hopefully this, this weird stretch of basketball for this team where they just play one game in a, in like a six game stretch or six day stretch, five day stretch. Hopefully that helps De'Aaron more than anything right. because I want to see De'Aaron back to being aggressive yes. in the first quarter, in the second quarter, in the third quarter, and then, of course, closing things out with fourth quarter Fox. I want to talk with the Kings won, and there's, there's, there's a lot of – I think there's some, a, a lot of upside uh, to talk about with what we saw yesterday, uh, including there were some tremendous performances across the NBA that I'm excited to talk about as well. And one of them – while everyone was 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 watching the point totals yesterday on the anniversary of Kobe's 81, mm. DeMontis Sabonis had 21 rebounds mm. yesterday. That dude is a machine on the glass. We'll get to that. Let's talk to our man, Leezy, right here, 916-909-1320. Leezy, what's good, baby? D-Lo and Casey, what's good, guys? Yo, in the words of Lil Wayne, I'm the fireman. You hear the fire truck? Shout out to my heat, man. We came up. Tyler Hero's right. But anyways, besides <laughs> all that, I had to get that out. Uh, H-A-L. Yes, sir. This I is a different level of happy-ass Lazy right here, boy. Oh. oh, I've never been happier, man. Hey, we didn't get Dame Lillard, but it's a good plan B, and it's way cheaper, and we didn't have to gut our team. Well, you probably uh, could have done without that. We didn't get, get yeah. Dame Lillard, but we got Terry Rozier. That's not a <laughs> sentence. He's doing more than uh, he's doing more than Kyle Lowry. Kyle yeah, Lowry. It's a good pickup. Hey, it's a good pickup. It's a good look. Not the same conversation as Dame Lillard. That's a good pickup. At least you have something to be happy yeah, about now. Yeah, yeah. The oh yeah, stink. now I'm up. Oh, here we go. <laughs> fly, lion, fly. <laughs> fly, uh, lions, fly. <laughs> yeah, but hey, guys, I, I know this. We talking about the Kings, so I'm gonna stay focused on the Kings here. Um, one thing, uh, like you guys kind of mentioned, is like they're making a big deal out of nothing. Well, I don't want to say nothing, but they're making a bigger deal out of this whole trade scenario for Harrison Barnes. Yo, Harrison Barnes, he's supposed to be like the veteran in the locker room. He's supposed to be the ultimate professional. And right now he's causing a, like a bigger story than it is. I mean, he's been here for three different coaches, two different GMs. He's been here a while. So, like, I understand it can be frustrating about the trade speculation. But at the same time, you still got to be a professional. And Sacramento has one of the best media teams out there. So it's not like they're asking them tough questions. Like, just be accountable. And Yeah, appreciate you, Lizzie. I'll be clear. We didn't say Harrison wasn't talking because of trade speculation. Right. We were right. just throwing out. This is our, it could, it could be anything. About, yeah. I have no idea. Because Harrison ain't hey, talking. Hey, Harrison could be not talking because I get on these airwaves all the time and be like, he was awful. Harrison could be not talking because he's an Eagles fan. <laughs> Like we have no idea. Yeah. Like I, 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 we're just we're guessing like everybody else is. 
we're trying to put the pieces of the puzzle of this thing together. And again, the, the only word that it's just silly. You don't want to talk for a game. All right. All right. It's fine. I can't remember the last time we heard from Harrison. De'Aaron the same way. You don't want to talk. All right. You don't want to go out there after a 30 point loss. Okay. Kind of whatever, but like, all right, you're going to have to answer for it at some point. That's three weeks later. Dumb. Yeah. Um, but let's focus on let's 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 focus on some of the positives. Phone lines remain open for you, by the way, if you want to get in here. Uh 916-909-1320. As always, we'd love to hear from you. Chatty House is popping today. We hope y'all hit the thumbs up, hit the subscribe buttons as well. Seeing some new uh new handles in there. Welcome, yeah. uh, welcome to the party. Great to see y'all. Uh whether it's on Twitch, uh, TV slash ESPN thirteen twenty, youtube.com slash ESPN thirteen twenty, or it's over there on on Twitter, man. We're we're happy to have you. Uh, join in the conversation, man. We're with you for the next uh, three plus hours. Uh, we'll come back. That's what we'll do. We'll take a quick break because I want to make sure we give uh, proper recognition to Demontis Sabonis mm-hmm. uh, in the performance he had yesterday. Not his most stellar. I did wonder if he was going to get to that double double. I did wonder if the points were going to be his undoing in his now twenty five game double double streak. Uh, nope, he got, he there. got there. And then some. But, man, 21 rebounds uh, for DeMontis Sabonis yesterday to go along with 14 points, six assists. Uh, I thought he was everywhere. And Davion. We got Davion minutes yesterday. Uh, We got got Davion minutes yesterday. It allowed for a slight uh, reduction in in Malik Monk minutes. Uh, De'Aaron Fox still played. Uh, quite a bit, a, a little bit less than normals. He was at 34 minutes, which he's, he's he's kind of been lingering, especially during this stretch of basketball where they've been struggling, closer to the 38, 40-minute range. Uh, so there's a lot to kind of break down with what we saw yesterday. I thought Sasha had some big moments as well. Yeah. Salute to Sasha. Uh, get well soon, Sasha. Hopefully everything's okay. Yeah, he had that for – well, well they, it sounded like it was because they had cleared him to return. Okay. So the, 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 I didn't know that. He just, did, he just didn't. Gotcha. Um. They cleared him really quick, too. Like, he went to the locker room, and, like, <laughs> it was literally, like, a couple minutes later. But they're like, uh, the, you know, the tweet comes out from, you know, the Sacramento Communications Department. Yeah. Uh, Sasha Vazenkov, cleared to return in all caps. <laughs> like, <laughs> hopefully, hopefully they didn't do like the the Niners were. Yeah, Sasha, well, he's still questionable. And then we get Sasha walking out of the off. house. Yeah. <laughs> Taking his jersey off like LeBron, leaving Cleveland. <laughs> uh, but Sasha gave up a four-point play, got to the other side of the floor immediately, and hit a three. He was like, all right, I gave up four, but I'm going to get three of them I back. I like Sasha's minutes. So we'll talk, me too, we'll talk about all of that, and we'll break down uh, the good of the Sacramento Kings uh, victory last night, and then we'll start to take a trip around the league. What a weird night it was in the association on the anniversary of Kobe Bryant's 81-point performance. Lots to talk about here on Dealing with Casey, brought to you by Sky River Casino here on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN 1320. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. E. KC leaving us in suspense. <laughs> I'll play when we do. Maybe in the next commercial, it's still running. Um, hey, yeah. Real, real quick, because uh, today's an NBA Kings heavy day. Um, but I, I did, you know, want to say something real quick about football that I found interesting. Did you see? Um, I don't want to say like it came out, but people did more investigating and more looking. And remember that pass that Brock made to Ray Ray McLeod that fell super short? Mm-hmm. And did you see that Ray Ray ran the wrong route? Brock when was Brock furious. was yelling at him, yeah. Kyle was furious yeah. on the sidelines. Yeah. Like, they got the all 22, and Ray Ray ran the wrong route. So, like, I think this stuff happens. So to be – okay, so go ahead. Go no, ahead. go ahead, go ahead. I, I assume that because I didn't think Brock Purdy would just start – Yelling at a receiver on the field mm-hmm. for no reason. Yeah. Now you, I'm not saying that Brock handled that the right way, but my assumption in the moment was he must have ran the wrong route because that was a really weird reaction from Brock Purdy. Yeah, I see. I wasn't understanding too because the pass was short, mm-hmm. right? So I was like, even if he ran ran the route the way you wanted it to, it was still it. It just didn't seem like it made sense until I saw the all twenty two. <laughs> And I don't know if you've seen it, but I've seen Kyle. Kyle is going ballistic, throwing stuff. <laughs> he was furious. But, um, yeah, like, so, but the the whole thing, like, Howie Long, oh, Brock just, he don't have it today. I mean, yeah. what kind of throw is that? Well, All this other stuff, right? And we don't know. We, we don't know a lot of the times. I saw the play they were talking about that Kyle was talking about at the end of the half where he's like, yeah, it was a check down, but it was dialed up for Ayuk across the middle. Ayuk, if they could have had time to get it to him or space, was going to catch that ball around the 12-yard line yeah. with about 20 seconds to go. And he said it was the first option, but we couldn't get it to him, got the check down. And I remember watching that um, quarterback show on Netflix, and I'll never forget this, and it it, it has me a lot of times kind of falling back on, on quarterbacks and when you see interceptions. But they got Kirk Cousins out there. And Kurt drops back, throws us, and it's like, what are you doing? Clearly intercepted by the Eagles. What the hell are you doing? Immediately, Justin Jefferson goes over to him saying, Kirk, that's my fault. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was." And Kirk was like, no, nah, it, it's cool. It's cool. Don't trip. Don't trip. But clearly, Justin was supposed to be somewhere, and he wasn't. And Justin went over immediately. It was like, Kirk, my bad, bro. I I, I messed that up for you. Yeah. Don't worry about it. But we, we don't know. Like, if we don't see that Netflix series mm-hmm. – or Justin Jefferson or Kirk don't do an interview or something like that. We don't know that. We just mm-hmm. sitting there, Kirk is awful. Like, 
what is he thinking? Da 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 da. So, and most quarterbacks won't say, yeah, right. He's he not going to go to the route. podium and say that. I mean, Peyton Manning didn't do that in the biggest game of the year. Mm-hmm. He didn't go out there, and everyone knew. Was it Pierre Garçon? I can't remember who it was. Everybody knew he ran the wrong route. Mm-hmm. Because Peyton reacted immediately, like oh, like the ball's in the air. He's like, oh no. Mm-hmm. Peyton didn't say anything. I was miscommunication. Yeah, that's all he said. Most most quarterbacks aren't gonna like Brock isn't gonna come out and say no. Ray Ray's an idiot. Right. He's not gonna do right. that. I did though see Kyle Shanahan. A quote. I don't have the full context, by the way. I, I read the quote, did not hear the quote. Um, that he thought. He's like, yeah, Brock. Brock missed a, a few too many passes mm-hmm. on 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 Saturday, and I I I I, uh, I don't know what followed that. I just say, oh, okay, yeah. I did nothing wrong with holding your, your plays accountable. Yeah, nothing wrong he with did. holding your plays I mean, accountable. At least that's what it looked like to me. I guess mm-hmm. I have no. to know what routes were ran. Well, I don't but... think there were ten wrong routes run. <laughs> right. I mean, so we got one, and then the George Kittle drop. Mm-hmm. You could maybe piece together another one or two, but he could also be talking about. You know, check down plays where, uh, you know, he threw the ball to Christian McCaffrey out of the backfield that wind up gaining two yards when he missed, you know, looking at the film later, Brandon Ayuk, Jawan Jennings, whoever in a different spot. Right. I don't know. I have no idea. Eventful day. We'll talk about it more as the week goes along, but eventful day. Now the the Purdy defenders are coming out. Uh, Shout out Lewis Riddick. Shout out Pat McAfee. And all of it is just crazy. It's uh, all kind of just crazy. Like, well, I think this is what happens when the schedule is so limited, mm-hmm. right? And everyone's watching one thing. There's mm-hmm. no multi-viewing. There's no second game. There's no two screens. Everybody's watching. And now everybody has an opinion. Whereas they might have been quiet for 16 weeks or 17 weeks. Now everyone has an opinion because everyone's watching it all at the same time. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, Eric Armstead, uh, he had a <laughs> he had a comment on like a Instagram post of Ryan Clark's video. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Eric Armstead said, "Quote because uh, he quoted what Ryan said. He's like, single hardest thing I had to do is crazy. Because <laughs> that's, <what, laughs> that's what Ryan said. The single hardest thing I had to yeah. do was a pretend. He's like, yo, that's crazy to say. So, and here's the other thing. You know what my first thought was? Who the hell asked you to do that? <laughs> right. What are you talking about? Like, who asked you to pretend? Like, why Why didn't you keep it a stack Speak the entire truth. season? That's not your truth. Speak your truth. Like, you're Ryan Clark. You're on TV, what, like 20 hours a week? You got yeah. a podcast that's unfiltered by ESPN. Why Why didn't you just say what you felt? There's a lot of clowns. Who told you to pretend? I, I, li- I like Ryan Clark, and I'm not just saying that because uh, – I'm not just saying what I'm about to say because he said something about – bad about Brock Purdy. He's entitled to his opinion. I, I respect it. But there was a lot of clown behavior with what he said. A lot of clown behavior. And, and that whole felt, thing, single hardest thing that I had to do. You know that what was, it... That was ridiculous. You know what it felt like? It felt very ESPN-y. Mm. Orchestrated. Yeah, like... This, not not you. Mm-hmm. Like, in a, in a, and you hate when you were, you watch guys. You mentioned Lewis Reddick. I don't think they've ever gotten Lewis. I, I hate probably because he's still a candidate for a, you know jobs that pop up in the league. By the way, talking about football, uh, Tom Tom Telesco, what's uh, the Telesco Telesco Tom Telesco is the new Raiders general manager. Mm. I got that one wrong. Yeah, I, I, I didn't. I, thought it was I didn't think deal. that's what they were going to do. But yeah. hey, salute, I guess. Um, 
I don't know that the Chargers is the direction that I'd lean on if I was going to an organization to get a, a former general no, manager. But absolutely, hey, so yeah, that's just good. Just hire a good coach. Yeah, it's true. maybe that's it's true. the thing. Mark and get them the coach hire first. the coach, yeah. and he can put the roster together. Yeah, yeah. Well, salute, man. Good, good, good luck to the Raiders. I was hoping Champ Kelly was going to stick around, but yeah. uh, it, it, it doesn't appear that's the case. Or at least if he is, it's it's certainly not as a, a general manager. Um, uh, for everyone asking, yes, we absolutely did see the Netflix WWE news, and we will be talking about that. We'll be talking about <laughs> that in depth later. But here's the thing, though. That's get used to it. That's the future of sports television right there. Yeah. The game no, really is about is. to change, and really WWE is. may be setting the, the, the standard for what, what is about to happen. <laughs> We're going to talk about it later, but I hope this fixes the network finally. Well, no, okay, so there's a there's a lot there's a lot to there's so the, there's a there's a lot to break down. This this that story, that tweet sent me into like a fit because WWE posted the press release and it had kind of a it, it had information in it, but like the information you put in a press release. Variety is who had the story. And Variety answered a lot of questions that I had. But I think there's still a lot of unanswered questions that we can talk about when, later. When we do talk about it, I heard last night that uh, we'll be losing at least one listener. <laughs> I saw I saw our guy, Edison. He's like, I listened. He was talking to somebody else. He's like, D-Lo and KC, this one man, KC, love D-Lo. He's like, I listen to them every day. Till they Step start talking about, about wrestling. wrestling. Yeah. And I turn that channel, and I come yeah. back about 15 minutes later. <laughs> he said, you're getting here talking about Stone Cold. I love my I man said, Edison. Stop playing, Edison. You need to Edison, listen, you ain't going nowhere. You're going to hear us break down the WWE move to Netflix. You stop it. <laughs> ain't like there's another channel for you to turn to anyway. You stop it, Edison. We got you. That's what he kept saying. They talk about Stone Cold. <laughs> I love Edison. That's my man. That's my guy. Man. That's my man. He must be proud of Elijah, too. <laughs> oh, man. He's living. <laughs> um, DeMontis Sabonis last night. Mm. Oh, you you you, you get your you, the, the, you get all you get you, you get all your venting about the Brock Purdy coverage. Oh yeah yeah yeah. yeah okay, yeah, yeah. let's so, make sure so. we do have all week to talk about. We are going to talk about football later. Um, there's 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 plenty to talk about. This this is a this is a marquee weekend. This mm-hmm. is a huge weekend for mm-hmm. for the National Football League, and I'm guessing much like we saw this past weekend, records will fall. We just got to figure out if they're going to follow the script or not, or switch it up. Well. I see what I can't figure out about the alleged script is why would they want the Ravens over the Chiefs given the whole in-season storyline? Well, that's what I'm saying. Well, the script. Remember, the script is written at the beginning of the season. Oh, of course. Of so course. the right. script is already out there. There's yep. been clues to it. Yeah. Since the, 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 Reese alerted me, there was clues to it in October, but now this curveball is coming mm-hmm. to play with Tay Tay. Mm-hmm. It's like, are you gonna follow the script? Or are you going to rewrite it? You're going to Vince McMahon this joint and change it at the last minute. Is there alternate endings? Mm. (laughs) And is there a Montreal screw job somewhere in here where someone doesn't follow the script? (laughs) Guru Guru showed a picture. The script is already out. Mm -hmm. The the guide, the the TV guide somewhere got it, already got it in. 49ers Ravens. Does anyone say that when the Sports Illustrated posts their uh, Super Bowl prediction every year when it's right? Oh no, because most of the time they're wrong. No, nah, you go back in the day, you could find you can find Cowboys Bills for a couple years in really? a row. You could, oh yeah, you could find 
You can find well, accurate Super Bowl predictions. That's, of course, because it's all the work. It's all the work. All sports are just like professional wrestling. Somebody believes that. Sports entertainment, baby. Buddy of mine believes that. Shout out Ron. Sports entertainment. He told me. He said, it's all fixed. Did he ever say, like, how the athletes play a part in this? That's, that's always – that would always be my thing, right? Like, are they actors? They they. So this was my thing when people – because he's not the only one that believes this, right? And I would always tell people, do you believe the players are involved? And most of the time they'd be like, no. I was like, well, that's impossible. Like, they have to be involved if you think things are fixed because – what about somebody catching the ball or shooting a shot and missing or making or whatever? Like, they have to be involved. And he's like, well, I ain't got that far into it, but I know it's all fixed. It's like, all right. Whatever. I mean, the way you fix it is through the refs, right? But the refs have no control over whether somebody makes a shot. I, I guess if we're going full-fledged, like it's scripted to the point, like the catch and stuff, yeah, you can't. You can't. There's no defense Unless the players are involved. Well, if we're going off a of team's winning. <laughs> What's up, man? You look like you're laughing right now. I'm laughing at Aldrin J. I was gonna mute. Uh, I was gonna. I was gonna put Aldrin J. in timeout. Oh to be yeah, funny. yeah. I was gonna put him in timeout, no, but I didn't want to hurt Aldrin his. J. I didn't want to oh, hurt his man. feelings because I didn't know if he'd be too sensitive. He's talking a little stupid in the chat. Come on, don't do that. And it got my attention. So Aldrin J. wanted to get my attention. You got it. <laughs> Aldrin J. throws stuff in the chat. Like I'm just saying though. I'm he, just saying. Aldrin, he's, don't do he, that, bro. Come on. Don't hey, do hey, that. he wins. If if he was trying to distract me from the show, Aldrin J wins. He's in here tweeting nonsense about hip hop. He got my attention. Aldrin J, you've won this round, sir. This is, I like see, Aldrin J. He, I can't. He says, "Why do you take way. everything I say seriously?" I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. You got me, Aldrin J. Though you won, I'll send you a hoodie. You've won this round. Um, you can take part in the chat uh, as well on Twitch, YouTube, and Twitter. Just hit the thumbs up and subscribe button, please. Uh, and if you're on Twitter, hit the retweet button. Yeah. That goes a long way. Uh, 21 rebounds for DeMontis Sabonis. Mm. It felt like uh, him and De'Aaron were really struggling on the offensive end, uh, but it never felt like uh, Domas was invisible. He was working. It still felt like the offense was flowing through him. Even if he wasn't the passer who made the assist, it felt like he was the passer who made it? Uh, who who got it to the guy who eventually made it uh, to to the guy who hit the shot, who yeah. got the assist, and more times than not, the guy at the end of that was Harrison Barnes. Uh, Harrison, ten of twenty, mm. ten of <laughs> twenty last night. Go from one shot attempt to twenty. Four of eight from three. <clears throat> eight of eight mm. from the free throw line. We're focused too much on his field goal attempts. I, when was the last time Harrison had sniffed eight free throws? I don't know. That is uh, that's, that's a good question. Hey, and but, salute to the Sacramento yeah, Kings. As a whole, 24 of 27. Harrison goes eight for eight, like you just said. Domas goes six for six. Mm. Fox was two of three. Malik, Malik. Monk was five of five. So uh, they stepped to the line and they knocked down their free throws. In a game that was closer than probably the score indicated. At least it felt closer than what the score indicated for a lot of that fourth quarter. It was like a 13-point game. I was telling Jerry Reynolds on the way out. It was like a 13-point game, and it felt like three. (laughs) Yeah, but that doesn't necessarily mean the game was close. That means we were antsy. Yeah, no, because sure. and, and part of it is because the lead was as high as what twenty four, I think twenty four, twenty five, twenty four. Yeah, twenty four. The lead was as high as twenty four. Yeah, it felt like it was at times. It's like, bro, 
If they cut this down to 12 with two minutes to go. Oh. Well, so the, two, two, two minutes to go in the game? Oh, God. That's where we're at? If they cut this thing down to four, we got to hit these free throws to get up 14 with two minutes to go, bro. I'm telling you. Oh, man, we are a scarred fan base. Holy smokes. That's funny. I, uh, I didn't love that the lead was kind of – disintegrating the way that it was, but I never felt like they were going to lose that game. I thought they had a run. Yeah, I didn't think so either. Third quarter, end of the third, mm-hmm. where they were, they, they, they were, if they weren't up by 24, they were up in the vicinity of 20. Mm-hmm. That lead shrunk down, you know, maybe it was 10, maybe it was nine, maybe it was single digits. And then there was a stretch of defensive basketball where they, they forced a couple of turnovers I think three turnovers, um, missed shot, block shot. It was the uh, you, you, you think it was where the the, the Javel block shot was that De'Aaron mm, took yeah, down yeah. to the other. I think that was at the end of the third, and then the the the, the lead ballooned back up. Uh, I felt like they had that in them every time. Mm. The, the and, and part of that is because I don't think the the Hawks had that playmaker who could get him over the top, oh, right, the, with Trey gone. Well, they had a guy who was trying. God damn, DeJounte was killing Yeah, him. he was trying. Yeah, he, he, was did. Tra- he wasn't enough. It wasn't enough, but what do you end up? You end up with like 35? DeJounte ended on 11 of yeah, 23 with five points. He was. He was Ten killing. rebounds, too. But they didn't They didn't have – like it would be one thing if it was DeJounte and Trey. They didn't have right. both of them. Right. With DeJounte, you could – Focus your attention on DeJounte. Mm-hmm. And he still got 35 out of that. Overall, I thought the Hawks played, like, fine. Like, all, all they were you know, given, in the first given terrible in the first half. But they did make their run. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, it really, uh, like, I thought the Kings played well defensively. This is where it gets, this is where it gets dicey, where I just don't know how to, like, draw the line here. Uh, quick mention, you're listening to D-Lo and KC on KIFM, West Sacramento, 98.5 FM, KRX, QHD2, Sacramento, ESPN 1320, and always live on the free Odyssey app that you could download uh, on your smartphone or on your tablet. There's no question Atlanta missed shots. They, thought they shot 38% from the field, 35% from three. And you get into that, did the Kings do something defensively or did Atlanta just miss shots? I think there's a lot of both going on. Atlanta definitely missed shots, but I think Sacramento did their part in making sure Atlanta missed shots. Mm-hmm. I think Keegan Murray did a heck of a job defensively yesterday. Uh, I thought Keegan was kind of all over the place on the defensive side of the ball in a good way. Mm-hmm. And you know, you can you, again, you can you can weigh one versus the other, missed shots versus what they did defensively. I'll, I'll I'll choose to split the middle and think Sacramento played a part in those guys missing some shots. Certainly not, you know. 50 of them, but they definitely played a part in, in making sure they never got a true rhythm going when those runs started happening. Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, and, and this is one of the reasons. Easier to do when it's Sadiq Bay and not Kevin Durant. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Kevin Durant did it <laughs> As someone last learned night. last night. Yeah, Jeez, as they learned bad. last night. Somebody said, uh, haircut Durant different. <laughs> And still, still, KD has the you know the game winner, and still the best thing of KD was his reaction to the Joel Embiid seventy points last night. KD, uh, maybe we'll get to it. Maybe today, maybe we won't. But KD was talking over the weekend. I want to know what, what you what you think about something he had to say. Okay. Um, 
But yeah, uh, let's do it tomorrow to give me time to look it up because I must have missed it. <laughs> it's something real quick, but it's it. Yeah, I'll show, I'll I'll shoot it to you. Um, one of the big plays of the game, and this is why I like going to the games when I get the opportunity, because uh, you get you know, we talk about we talk about vibes, right? We're big on vibes, and one of the plays of the game, it felt like, and maybe we're just scarred, right? It was eighty-eight seventy-six. Uh, I think that was they, they had got a, some kind of shot or whatever to get it to twelve. Then there was a little bit of a scramble or whatever the case may be, and Herder finds a streaking Javale McGee coming down the center of the lane. Mm-hmm. Big two hand monster yeah. jam gets a tech for hanging on the rim, but Javale turns to the crowd mm-hmm. and just gets everybody up in that place. Lit he high fived you, didn't he? No, he didn't. I wasn't close enough to get. You're a, a liar. I saw your stories. You was right. You was right by Javale. I was. I thought right you was by, about to run on the court. I was not right by Javale. Oh, I think there's video evidence. You were standing a, in the tunnel, giving them like there it like is. instructions. There, there it is. Yeah, <laughs> that wasn't even the King's Tunnel. I saw the story. Oh, <laughs> but, uh, oh you're in the opposite team's tunnel, working on GM moves or something. <laughs> hey, Monty, tell Casey, hey, go over there real quick and go talk to their GM. I didn't see. I didn't see Monty last night. That's your boy. That's my boy, Monty McNair. But that turned everything up. Mm-hmm. And it went from 88, 76, 12 point game to 90, so 77. You were there. Tech, but it turned everybody up after that. So you you were there. I, I couldn't quite pick up on what happened because I I my initial thought was he 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 does the dunk, he gets the technical, he hypes the crowd up. The crowd shears through the technical. Mm-hmm. But then it sounded like I, I did, did they cheer through it? Did they not hear it? Did the crowd not hear that a technical foul was called? Because it felt like they started booing shortly thereafter. Maybe, maybe they didn't. I mean, I saw it immediately because when he's hanging, I'm like, I look at That's the ref. That's a technical. I'm like, oh, yeah, he he got him. Run. Yeah. And sure enough, he gives the little one finger technical. Yeah. I was like, boo. So I think people knew about it, but they got so caught, yeah, yeah, they yeah. got so caught up in Javale hyping everybody yeah. up. They got hyped up with that, and then I think they might have showed it on the replay. I thought that of was him hanging. I see. And then I thought it was dope. That. I thought the crowd reaction was dope because it's like, yeah, who cares? Boo through or cheer through that technical. Yeah. Uh, and 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 Javel's reaction. To and it, I I, I kind of awesome. think that to your point, I think that's kind of what happened because I wondered if Javel knew. Oh, Javel knew. And I went knew. back and looked, and yeah. he saw it. He saw it. And yeah. He looked. He said, "Oh, come on, man." Yeah. He and saw then it. He was like, "Hey, worry about that. Everybody yeah. get hyped up. Yada yada yada." Yeah. Then it got everybody hyped up. That was, if it's it feels weird because that made it a thirteen point game because of yeah. the technical. But that I felt like that was a big moment. Well, it did. And it got got yeah. everybody, you know, off the edge of their seat and it, up on their feet a little it's, bit. It's 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 sometimes it's just a boost, right? Mm-hmm. Like we go back to the to the to the Warriors game, the Draymond Green, you know, technical Kings were getting their butt kicked at that mm-hmm. point. It's not it's not like that play gave. It's not like the technical free three free throw gave the Kings a lead. Yeah. It didn't like, but it 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 lit the crowd up. It, Malik acknowledged it lit the players up, and sometimes those little things can go a long way. Yeah, but I'm with absolutely. you. Absolutely, that was a weird pass by Trey Lyles too. Like Kevin Herter was like <laughs> almost behind the basket. Like, yeah, when he threw it, and Herter was like, "Hey, well," and he and here comes here comes Javel streaking down the court. What the monster! Great, great look by Kevin Herter. Yeah. Kevin Herter, you didn't you didn't get to see this. Kevin Herter was mic'd up yesterday. Oh, really? And it was kind of funny because he was just like so matter of fact. Yeah. 
It, he, I just I I, I don't know a, I, I don't know a, why I got a kick out of he it. He got a certain type of humor to him. I can I can see that. And then the fake Kevin that. Herter was down there. Our guy. <laughs> Shout out to the fake Kevin Herter. Man, that, you talk about being committed to the bit. Like <laughs> there's the Undertaker, and then there's fake Kevin Herter. Like those guys lived the gimmick. <laughs> right. Shout out to fake Kevin Herter. We've talked to him many times. Great, great, yeah. great dude. And um, then and then I, I think that that dunk might have got any did some other things, but it might have got Javale. Um, the the um, ability to be able to light the beam and hmm. did you see <laughs> he kind of messed it up yeah <laughs> that's so funny you turn around he's like oh my bad <laughs> the video is hilarious because he does a spin move <laughs> and when they say all right five forty he does a spin move lights it at three and they're like you gotta wait and he goes oh my bad <laughs> we gotta. I, know, I think the Kings put that on Twitter. We gotta, we got you guys got to see that if you haven't seen it. It's said, Oh, my bad. <laughs> I love Javale. Javale, Javale's the man. Javale needs the man. Javale needs a lifetime contract. But, also, did Harrison Instagram during? <laughs> it was posted on his Instagram. I think. That, I think it got deleted. Joint? Yeah, he he. So, I think someone posted to Harrison's account during halftime <laughs> that he had like seventeen points, and of course, I mean, and rightfully so, it's Harrison's account. <laughs> so everyone attributed it to Harrison Barnes. It was gone shortly thereafter. Like the story was deleted, but it was pretty funny to think that Harrison Barnes went to the locker room and posted something to his <laughs> IG story. And I, is funny. I don't think Harrison has posted on Instagram in, you know, months. Yeah. But shout out to the Black Falcon. Let's check out our man uh, Javale <laughs> McGee right here. Here we go. Does the spin? Oh, oh my bad. Whoops. Well, yeah, it's too late. Let me fix it. Didn't even get a countdown going. Yo, he just turned. Hey. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> I think you can hear the crowd go four, and then he hits it. He, he's so confused. But then the then the then the, then the indoor beam shoots up, and and now now all hell is broken loose. He said, "What? Uh, my bad." <laughs> I love this. Javale's that That's dude, terrific. man. <laughs> I want I want Javale here forever. Javale, that dude, man. Did James say at any point that he was upset with JaVale McGee? For oh, yeah, check this out. Check oh. this out. No, no, no. So he talks about JaVale or um, getting the dunk or whatever. And he's like, yeah, but it's like kind of what you get with JaVale. I think before that he gave up a foul. He gave oh, up two yeah. points. And God then he, it, then James. the technical foul. So it's like you had the dunk, but you also gave up three points. <laughs> he started counting the points. Hey, he's doing mad. points away. So he's on reality. JaVale only gave you about a point. <laughs> I'm surprised he didn't get on him for taking that three. Oh no, I he told, did. He did too. He did too. Oh, now that was, that was swept in there. I told Javale to shoot it when I saw it. I said, "Let that thing go, big fella." I think they were calling him Javale McThree. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I love it. That's terrific. Let that thing go, big. He had a good game last night. He did. And if he's out there playing with that type of energy and doing that type of stuff, you can take a three, Javale. Yeah. That's the give and take yeah. of the whole situation. Yeah, dude. Yeah, it's seven points, three rebounds in ten minutes. And what? I mean, oh, just that one block. But 
Yeah, he was. He played well. Yeah, but there. that 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 block led to to yeah. De'Aaron going yeah. the other way. That was a play right there. Absolutely. Uh, we'll come back. We'll continue to talk Kings basketball. Of course, you can jump in on the phone lines. We'd love to hear from you as always. Nine one six nine zero nine thirteen twenty. Joel Embiid has seventy. Wow. Last we had night that conversation yesterday. I know. Crazy. <laughs> crazy. And I wonder if someone on Minnesota's bench heard what was going on with Joel. And mm. I got home just in time to see the fourth quarter of that Minnesota game. Mm. And I had an opinion, and I thought it was harsh, and I wrote it into the show before I saw Chris Finch's reaction. Yikes. Ooh, we'll talk about it. Steelo and KC, man, it is a busy day yeah. in the association here on no days off. Sac- <laughs> Sacramento Sports Leader, ESPN 1320. Insider Kenny Carraway, info checking out again. Doc Rivers and the Milwaukee Bucks are working on a deal right now to make Doc Rivers the next head coach. That's crazy. The Milwaukee Bucks. That's crazy. I can't believe that happened. 30 and 13. (laughs) I can't believe that happened. I know this is going to sound weird. I can't wait to hear what Stan Van Gundy says about this. Mm. I remember Stan Van Gundy being very vocal about David Griffin being fired. With a winning record, mm-hmm. um, I know. Again, I recognize uh, how stupid uh, this. David Blatt. David Blatt. Yeah, sorry. David well, Blatt. David Griffin did have a winning record too. He did, and some would argue. He, well, never mind. <laughs> um, David Blatt, and um, I just want to hear what he has to say. Mm. I don't know. I just do. Who's the other guy? Oh, it's um, Rick Carlisle is the big coach. Well, he's yeah, because he's the head of the is or was, I think, is uh, the head of the coaches association. Mm. So he had, you know, he was the one who was vocal about Minnesota's hiring of Chris Finch, which I think was like in the middle of the season with no interviews. I'm taking a peek. I hate doing this live during the show because I feel like I'm I feel like this can't possibly be right. But it looks like the Bucks are on one of those extended breaks. And unless unless I miss something, which I very well may have because I'm, I'm, I'm doing this on the fly, I don't think they play till Friday. Jeez. So I know they named someone as an interim coach. Oh, no. I Nope. Yeah, I was wrong. They, they, they play the Cavs tomorrow. They play the Cavs tomorrow and Friday. Mm. Joe Prunty is the interim coach, by the way. Yeah, I was going to say he's not going to get a chance to coach a game. But <laughs> second time he's been the interim coach for the Bucks too. He might he might be able to get a one and zero record or a zero and one record versus Cleveland. Wait, run that back. It's the second time he's been the interim coach for the Bucks. I believe he was the interim coach after they fired Jason Kidd, leading into uh, Budenholzer. Oh, okay. And he was the interim right. coach for the Hawks, I think, before Quinn Snyder got um, hired. Oh, so he's like a JB Bickerstaff, pretty much. Okay, you need an interim coach. Hit up Joe Prunty. All right, all right. He's your guy. If you. Boy, if management ever comes to you and says, hey, get Joe Parenti on your staff, boy. <laughs> Him and J.B. Bickerstaff, they're the kiss of death. <laughs> All right. Well, they'll play tomorrow against the Cleveland Cavaliers. They'll host uh, the Cleveland Cavaliers tomorrow. And Friday's game uh, is so it's a it's a they're, they're home both games against Cleveland on, on, on Wednesday and Friday. So we'll see what happens. But it looks like uh, Doc Rivers and the Milwaukee Bucks are very, very, very close. To so it's funny. Uh, Shams tweeted that the Bucks and Doc Rivers are working on a deal, and 
Adrian Wojnarowski tweeted that uh, the Bucks are expected to reach out to Doc Rivers. <laughs> Someone, someone's taking an L. I don't know. I don't know which one because that's, that's very different wording. He said Bucks. Uh, he said uh, that Doc Rivers and the Bucks. He tweeted this less than a minute after Shams' tweet. Mm. He said, uh, Doc Rivers, this is Adrian Wojnarowski, Doc, Doc Rivers is a top Milwaukee target to replace Adrian Griffin, but the sides have yet to talk. Hmm. Bucks are expected to reach out and gauge his interest, quote, soon. Again, that is not what Sham Sharania said. So the, 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 is, this, is this feud ever going to end? No. Is there anybody that's going to be able to, like, get in between and, and like, be a third guy in this situation, or is it just going to be these two head honchos? Well, no, because when it's uh, you mean you mean like have like a triple threat news, match? Yeah, breaking news, having their sources saying, or is it is it just going to be these guys? Well, I mean, Chris Haynes is working his way up. Yes, yes, Chris, he's, he's, Chris Haynes be having news. Ooh, he <laughs> he got news. <laughs> He keeps a lot of it tucked away, but our man Chris Haynes has news. I, I mean, like, like right now, they're 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 definitely the they're definitely the heavyweight class. And when there's two guys in the heavyweight class, they're never gonna. It's always gonna be beef, because yeah. it's one versus the other, yeah. right? It's you're only judged against one other person. Uh, Chris Haynes, you know, continues to grow in the business. Oh yeah, he come in there with a triple threat and you know take a steel chair to both of them. Maybe I can get in there. Hashtag King. Hashtag. <laughs> I always say we could get in there if we tweet what we know. Oh yeah, oh yeah. What the thing is, we don't, we don't because we don't use it all. We don't vet. We don't. We just ha- hey, did you hey this this is going on? I don't know how true it is. We we're sitting on one now. Like hey, this 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 is what happened. And it's just like, well, the crazy thing is like I don't even know who to ask about some of the stuff we get. It's usually it's usually spot on. No, like it, it is. We just don't well, be saying nothing. I kind of wish we had said Doc Rivers is going to be the Bucks coach. It was so crazy. When it I was kind of crazy. Said, I don't I'm even, like really. And then he couldn't tell me when. I was like, "Is that happening now?" Or yeah, like, I don't know, but it's going to happen. If he would, if he would have been like, "Nah, it's going to happen in like a week and a half," mm. I probably would have said something. Mm. But then I just kind of threw it away. I, I didn't even think about it after he said it. I was just like, oh, that's crazy. We should just All be right. like these dudes on TV. Just start saying everything. <laughs> and if it doesn't happen, plans change, pal. With the Bucks firing Adrian Griffin and looking to get Doc Rivers possibly, is there a possibility that Giannis can force his way out of his contract and go to the Lakers? That's next here, <laughs> Sacramento Sports Leader. Ain't that, ain't that a good Florio right there? That's, that's oh, my Florio. No, Florio would have ended with, <laughs> is Giannis going to retire? Giannis, you you got to throw in like, I, 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 I don't know, I don't know, like that. You got to throw that in there. <laughs> well, legally speaking, he can't do that. Don't be surprised. I know he just signed a five-year extension. Don't be surprised. If Giannis tries to make a move to the Oklahoma City Thunder. Yeah. I'm just 
I'm just uh, scrolling. I, what did I see yesterday? Oh, he questioned whether Sean McDermott would be fired. Don't be surprised if Giannis makes a move to the Wizards. This, this, the, the voice. Why is Mike Florio reporting on football? <laughs> I mean basketball. Well, we're the Mike Florio. Oh, of we're basketball. the Mike Florio. Oh, yeah, got you, got you, got you. We'll have to be a smidge bit more nerdy. <laughs> I think Florio's really, Florio's really smart. I, I do enjoy like a lot of the stuff he. Uh oh. I found one. <laughs> well, what was it say? A headline from this morning. Wait, what's today? The 23rd. Yeah, the 23rd. Yeah, this is a headline from three hours ago. <laughs> he gets it out every day. Contract makes it easy for Eagles to trade Jalen Hurts. <laughs> you, you see, he's a menace. He does this every day. He fed families from the Tom Brady Dolphin stuff. For like years, he went on about that. Here's the first line. Plenty of time has been spent over the past week on the question of whether Coach Nick Sirianni will be back with the Eagles. There's another question that's yet to be explored. Will quarterback Jalen Hurts return? Wow. And the funny well, thing You're about right. It, Florio is a menace. The funny thing about it, like, and, and I, I salute him for this, because he never reports it. He's always just kind of asking the question. Florio can't literally really, can't really get at him and be like, oh, you're saying false news. He's just asking the question. Florio literally runs a website just for his thoughts. <laughs> like, that's what it is. Well, it's called Pro Football Talk. Should be just called Pro Football Thoughts. <laughs> Why did Todd Bowles give up? <laughs> that was bizarre. That was, that was a little bizarre. If I, I would have he, a little bit of a problem with that. Did you hear what he said? Todd Bowles, he, he talked about it? Yeah. What did he say? He said it was pointless. He said calling the timeout was pointless. That's what blocked, he said. Could have blocked the field goal. Could have missed the field goal. What do you mean? There's 35 seconds to go. He's telling you what he said. One score game, they'd have to kick a field goal. Mine was on vacation at that point. Hey, hey, serious question. And I don't want this to happen to the to the brother. No, 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 no. Well, oh, we at least got to no. have a conversation. No, about no. Todd Bowles. No, you don't. Yes. No. No, you don't. You just took break they, Baker Mayfield to the playoffs, bro. He just they, gave up. Well, on wait a game. minute. What's that mean? Oh my God. <laughs> hey, earmuffs, earmuffs. Don't do that. <laughs> hey, don't do that. Don't he, do that. He just gave up on a game. I was I don't, pointless. Bro, make them make the play. Your season's – this isn't week seven. Your season's on the line. I, I understand, but I, I don't think you – The ex- hell? I don't think uh, – We're going – it was pointless. Maybe don't say that part out loud. Yeah, probably what? shouldn't. Probably shouldn't have said that part. Should have kept that to himself. <laughs> Honestly, you could have said that. I didn't even realize we had a timeout. That would have been better. I don't know that it would have. <laughs> yeah. I don't Almost know that any, it would have. It's better than saying pointless. But I'm looking to see if. People make missing field goals left and right in the NFL. Uh, uh, it's true. I'm like, did you know it was Detroit? You know what their luck is, sir. Yeah, that was crazy. You're right. He shouldn't lose his job. But I, if I was the owner. Raymond James, whoever whoever's the, the owner. Hey, man. Come on, man. What, what These tweets about? are out of control. Florio? No, just tweets in general about Todd Bowles. <laughs> As more, this is from Florio. As more time passes, the failure of Bucks coach Todd Bowles to call the timeout with 36 seconds left and the Lions facing fourth and 12 on their own 32 seems even more inexcusable. 
and they talk yeah. about it as a chip shot. It's not like they were at the ten. That's a that's a forty yard field goal. Yeah, you do kind of oh. have to call the timeout at that point. Hold on, I oh shoot. All right, we. <laughs> Said it was pointless. Let me, let me, let me, let me, brother. He can miss hold, it, and we can drive down the field. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> they, they had a sixty-five yard field goal. That ah, was pointless. Yeah. <laughs> what? So who cares? Yeah, the audio on this isn't very good, so I'm not gonna <laughs> run that. Oh, Todd. Oh well. Maybe, maybe this is why this is why no one's talking to the media is because sometimes when you do, you say the wrong thing. Chris Finch spoke to the media yesterday. Ooh. I don't – okay, so I feel like – I mean, what Joel did is incredible, and I want to make sure we we, we covered Joel Embiid's 70-point performance last night. I got home in time, so as Joel scores 70, we're leaving the KSFM studio, get the alert, Joel scores 70. At the same time, we're getting this alert that Carl uh, 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 Anthony Towns has like 44 in the first half. Mm. On the way home, uh, an alert pops up. He's got like 50-something headed into the fourth. My mom's a Hoop fan. She's she's watching the Celtics uh, when I get to the house last night. So the TV's still on, and I got I got basketball pulled up. Go to go to the – because <laughs> mistakenly went to the Charlotte broadcast. Oh, Had, see, don't do that to him. Bro, that's awful. They're awful. <laughs> They're awful. <laughs> he said – what did he say when Cat made a three – he said, "Oh no!" Oh! Did you did you see his call on the free throw at the end? I didn't. He's see all, that. "Yeah." So this player who's up here who's never hit a free throw in his life, what's it right now? It's like, dude, shut up! It's awful. It's so bad. He's. It's just so, so bad. Quickly switched over to the Minnesota broadcast, and I think Cat was at. 58 mm-hmm. and it was ne- it wasn't like coming out of the you know commercial break 12 minutes left it was like the start of the the fourth quarter somewhere like you know probably eight nine ten minutes plus mm-hmm. and the the hornets were in the midst of like a little run at that point cat gets the ball down low he's blocked off from going to the inside so instead of passing out he's got a couple of guys on him he goes to the baseline, essentially finds himself trapped under the basket, but really has nothing he, he can do, so just goes up. Mm-hmm. There's really nowhere for him to go, but he's just trying to get the ball near the rim. He gets blocked. That goes the other way, leads to a basket. Mm-hmm. Next possession, Carl Anthony, Carl Anthony Towns runs down the floor off, 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 off on, on that fast break, gets the inbound pass, takes a transition three mm-hmm. that he misses. They immediately, other way, score right there. Inbounds ball, turnover. Trying to get the ball to Carl Anthony Towns, score the other way. Minnesota finally calls timeout. Mm. So the run, the run is like happening. Like it's a double, it's like a 14-2 run, something like that. It's a, it's a run. And I'm sitting there watching like, I wonder if he's hunting. Like does he know? Joel scored 70 tonight. I mean, he goes into the second half with 44. He goes into the fourth quarter with, I think he had 54, 56 going into the quarter. Does he know that Joel scored 70? And is he hunting to get that? Or was he just trying to get to 60? And you watch the fourth quarter unfold, and 
Minnesota is just trash. Absolute trash. And I thought, man, I'm not the biggest, like, I like Carl Anthony Towns. I respect Carl Anthony Towns. Maybe my thought is too harsh, but it feels like he was hunting this fourth quarter for baskets. Yeah, that's, I was, and then, a lot of people felt. Well, it doesn't matter what anyone thought, except this guy on the screen. It matters what Chris Finch thought, the head coach of the Minnesota Timberwolves. You know, obviously, we're going to try to feed a hot hand, look for a hot hand. But at some point, we got to get back to making the right play. We got to get back to doing the right things. Um, and, um, you know, that's just, uh, like I said, there's a lot of ways to be immature. There's always a lot of ways to be immature. Um, and there was a lot of immature performances here throughout the the roster. We totally disrespected the game ourselves. Um, and we got exactly what we deserve. So. Chris, did, did you also see, I mean, did it turn into Carl trying to hunt like a, Absolutely. a, a big number? And yeah, I mean, it was, I mean, but for a while, I mean, it was going. Um, but, you know, down the stretch, we, you, got, you know, kind of dried up for us. But, um, yeah. So. It's tough. Blew, 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 a, blew a sizable lead to, to a, a basketball team that's just not very good. Hey, coach, we can sympathize. This team's lost to Charlotte, too. Mm-hmm. Um, but obviously, the way that that unfolded uh, did not sit well uh, with the coach of the Minnesota Timberwolves. Yeah, it's, it's a bad look for for Cat. You know um, that string of possessions was a really really rough watch because you. Can, I just don't know how you can see that and be left with an, anything other than he's cha- he's chasing a number, mm-hmm. whether it's sixty or it's seventy or it's eighty one. He at the beginning of the fourth quarter, he was chasing a number, and that contributed to to it contributed to them losing the game. I'm not going to fault Carl Anthony Towns for the reason that they lost, right. but that stretch contributed to that run. Charlotte gaining a ton of confidence mm-hmm. and getting hot as a team. They got hot. That uh, it feels like you know. Hopefully, Chris French is trying to reach. To his players, trying to you know um, make it a teaching point, mm-hmm. you know, to say, hey, this isn't. We have a chance to do something here. We have a chance to to be uh, a top team in this league to play for a championship. All that stuff, you can't do that stuff no more. Like all the the hunting and all this stuff. That we're we're beyond that. We're beyond individual accolades. We're trying to do something special as a team right now. And it feels like that may be what he was trying to get across. Uh, let's check in with the Hornets broadcast. Team. 38. No! Oh! No, that's funny. That's funny. That's a, that's an NBA broadcast team in the first half of a basketball game. I'm telling you, you got to find the free throw one. I've never seen oh, someone find so it. for free throw in my life. Here it is. Carl Anthony Towns for three. 38. Come on, man. Is that how you really feel? Come on, man. Come on, man. <laughs> this, that this, was funny. It's what we do. We play <laughs> We play the hits here on D-Lo and KC uh, by request going out to Jesse Tapia. He's never made a free throw as a pro, but he has now. <laughs> I love leaking. He loves what? 
I can't. I, oh man! So I like that guy. I like that guy. He's a little. He's very extra. I mean, he does this stuff. This is one thing I will say is I don't think it's an act. This, I don't think it's a gimmick, so to speak. I can't. He does this stuff front, all though. game long. This might go on the soundboard. Thirty-eight. No. Yeah, that might go on the soundboard. I don't know what. I don't know. I don't know what context we'd use it for, but that's funny. That's funny. No. Is there a compilation of greatest hits of this this broadcast? Oh, team it's got to be, yeah. yeah if yeah, if anything, sure. it's on YouTube, probably. He's been doing his thing. He's been doing his thing for a while. Yeah, I'll li- I'll listen to thirty seconds of his greatest hits. Oh, I I'd listen. I might listen to five minutes of his greatest hits. <laughs> if they're anything like that, here's the final call of the game. It's gonna be Towns, a long one. Never right. got there, <laughs> and the Hornets win. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Your Charlotte Hornets come waltzing into the Twin Cities and rip the hearts out of the locals. Unbelievable. (laughs) Dead in the water. The start of the fourth quarter, they changed bait and reeled the Timberwolves back to Boy, these fishing analogies. God bless it. It never got there. And the Hornets win. It's going to be Towns, a long one. Never right. got there, and the Hornets win. He's a, he's a modern day Vince McMahon from the '80s, like type of announcer. One, <laughs> two. He got him. No, he didn't. Well, the way, dude, this is up here now. He kicked that. For those who were wondering, <laughs> that moved Charlotte to ten and thirty-one. <laughs> Oh, oh man. 10 and 31 right there. Salute. Oh, hey, enjoy him. I love the guy, man. He's having a good time. Enjoy like I said, him. I mean, there's probably a little bit of show that goes into it for sure, but I think he genuinely gets excited for these NBA games. So that's that's why I don't have as much of a problem with it. <laughs> I'm just looking to see if there's any the, the boy that that three made the rounds last night. <laughs> Holy smokes. No. I wonder what he sounds like when they're losing and stuff like that. <laughs> oh, he. Well, they were like, losing. Yeah, they, that's what I mean. They were losing. Yeah, that's true. Because like you do that thirty, like they've lost thirty-one times, or you've done that. Like you talk like that for thirty-one yeah, games. Still, he does that all the time. Like I think I saw something like when they played the Kings, and they they something happened. I think it was maybe Malik Monk or De'Aaron Fox, and De'Aaron hits a three, and he goes, "Oh no, don't let him shoot!" My goodness. These guys just don't miss. I can't believe what I'm seeing. These guys from the heavens. <laughs> he's he's like that. That's probably why I don't have a problem with him because he's like that all the time about everything. Like you said, that was Carl Anthony Towns shooting. Yeah, that was Cat. Yeah, <laughs> can't even say it was a Homer thing. Mm-mm. No, I. I... I ain't mad, I guess. Let's get to these phones, man. Lots of people waiting for us. Uh, let's talk to Jeremy first, 916-909-1320. What's up, Jeremy? What's up, my guys? What up, man? Uh, chilling, chilling. Quick, uh, three, three quick things. Uh, one, has there ever been uh, two players scoring more points than last night? Uh, two, oh, amazing. Are, the yeah. heat, are the Heat coming out of the 
of the East now. And three, I'm pretty sure they called him Javel McTree, not not Javel McTree. Why would they call him Javel McTree? <laughs> Maybe because he's tall. He's always know. been tall. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Thank you, Jeremy. Uh, as far as like a seventy-point night and a sixty-four-point night, that's I, I I don't know. We were marveling how how Damon Donovan did the seventy joints within you know a short stretch of each yeah. other. Uh, but yeah, that's that's big time. I don't time. think it is. I mean, I'm thinking about David Robinson when he scored seventy-one on that it last was a final. Night. It was the final day of the season. Yeah, he had to beat somebody else trying to get that scoring title. So I don't. They didn't get seventy. Shaq. So yeah, they probably got Shaq? like Yeah, it was probably Shaq. Probably Shaq. So they um so there's that. Obviously the famous one with um uh David Thompson and George Garvin. Mm-hmm. Uh I think they stay, I think they might have had like fifties or something like that. So I don't think that qualifies. I think though well, you had dueling fifties in the bubble. Jamal and Donovan. Donovan. Yeah. I think I saw yesterday that was the first time um two players scored more than sixty five plus on the same night. Wow. Wow. Very wow. nice. Uh, let's get Zay in here. Zay, what up, baby? Zaybo? First thing I want to say, okay, uh, on Todd Bowles, I was yelling at my TV yeah. like Richard Sherman was yelling, run the ball. Call the timeout. Call the timeout. Yes. Yeah. But you, you can't fire him. We were 4-7. and seven, We made the playoffs. Yeah, I got to keep him. Oh, uh, yeah, uh, but we got to have a conversation. Uh, that was a 50-yard field goal that would have been attempted. Yeah. It's true. But you can block it. But on the Kings, did we see the – Last game at Golden One with this team because when they come back, the trade with deadline's already passed. That's so crazy. Might... It will be, huh? I My think, I and think I... it's the it, it might be the seventh or the eighth because I know they played the Nuggets on the ninth. The deadline is the eighth. Yeah. So do they have a game on the eighth? Uh, I can tell you February. I, thought, I didn't think the Nuggets March. was the first game back. February eighth, the Kings do not play. They play the Pistons on the seventh. So no, that it, yeah, unless, oh. Yeah. Unless I got the trade deadline wrong. No, I think you're right. I think it's, it is it's Thursday, February 8th. So they'll play the Pistons on the uh, on February 7th. Mm. Mm. So that's their first game back. So as long as I've got the trade deadline right and it's February 8th, and I believe it is because there's a story sticking in my head about February 9th. It is the 8th. Can confirm, confirm. Okay. Yeah. So. I mean, but still, it's a long ways from now. It you is. You may have seen those. The last incarnation of the uh, of the king. I'm gonna say no. It's not. Okay. I think we see every single one of the every one of the key players, mm. and you can break that down as much as you want to. Every one of the key players, I think we see back here right. on the seventh. Hey, we'll, we'll take a break. A little, a little mini. I wouldn't call it breaking news, but news. It, it's so news. It, if it's if it's if it's about our guy, that's news to me. Uh, We'll talk about it. One of forty-one. Didn't 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 expect to see it. It's coming up here. Uh, plus more of your phone calls. Nine one six nine zero nine thirteen twenty. It's the other one. KC brought to you by Sky River Casino on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN thirteen twenty. Um, want to knock out these calls before we get to before we get to that tease. Nine one six nine zero nine thirteen twenty. Let's start with our main man, Mitch. What's going on, baby? Damon, Casey, how you guys been? Good, man. What's going on with you? Well, put on my hat because, you know, you never know. I'm like a box of chocolates, right? Yeah. Pull over the side of the road. I don't care about <laughs> milk on the clock. A quote, unquote, here. Too bad. I got 18 more working days, then I just be casual. Can't wait. 
<laughs> yeah, you could. Are you having a retirement party? I don't know. I don't know, but February 29th is my last day, leap day. They're going to throw you a party. I hope so. I, I want to go see some of my old friends from the other station. I want to go to their party. I'd rather not be the center of attention. I'd rather go mingle, talk, be great. <laughs> Mitch, we'll throw and you a party. Yeah. Mitch, when are you coming to oh, Sacramento, that'd bro? That'd be nice, too. When are you coming to Sacramento, Mitch? Uh, as soon as I feel like these planes are safer. You know, <laughs> bolts. How hard is that to tighten the bolts? I swear to God. It just gives me nightmares. Just think about flying. I swear. Because the, because the bolts aren't tight enough? You see that door came open uh, well, last week? Yeah, yeah. that's the door. Mitch, that, was, that was crazy. Mitch, have, yeah, you, yeah. have you ever been to Sacramento? I've been to San Francisco. No, Sacramento, and, Mitch. And I hear that San Francisco airport is right along the water. You know, it could have designed, it could have been designed a little better, a little, make it a little easier for these pilots. But I've gone off the tracks already. I'm sorry. <laughs> My grandson, boys, he's hitting everybody outside. He's as big as, he's, I hope he's as big as Adam Dunn come high school. But anyway, I'm glad to see Barnes is scoring. If he keeps it up, I think he'd be good off the bench or trade bait. And I want to see somebody break Will Chambers' record. Nothing wrong with what Minnesota was doing. And I, th- I don't think um, MB played the whole game, maybe played 40 minutes. We'll play 48 minutes. You got to do that. You got to be a little selfish. I want to see records broken. Well, it's the Pete Rose, I mean, DiMaggio's record. Go for it, baby. Oh, okay. I know you got other callers. No, it's all right. <laughs> go, Mitch. Mitch. No, they here, no, they here for you, Mitch. Um. Okay, Joel Joe, Joe's record. You got to you got to play forty eight minutes to beat Wilt's record. Oh, there's probably a little bit of validity to that. Yeah. Um, I don't know how you make that determination going into a game. Um, the Dimaggio record that's different. Yeah, <laughs> that, that is ain't, that ain't that, happening. That's a very different record that I don't think is ever. I would say a hundred falls before Dimaggio falls. Is fifty seven or fifty seven would be the record. Fifty seven would be the record. I think that falls before. Or I'm sorry, I think 100 falls before 56 falls. Yeah, I can see that. I can see 56 falling though. I don't think so. The What's the closest that, we got? 40, 44. Pete, I think Pete, Pete Rose. Rose. The uh, before I was born, yeah, I think. Been a long time. Been yeah. a long time. I remember every that time someone one, gets yeah. to 20, it gets to like a oh so and so is at 26. Right. Like yeah, not even halfway there. <laughs> Why is this a story? That that one. Like Mercury Morris, don't come to me when you're in my neighborhood. Like, <laughs> call me when you're on my block. That one probably, I don't know if we'll see that one broken. But the the one is the the uh, perfect games. What's the perfect game? Two back to back perfect games. To break it, you'd have to oh. get three in a row. Yeah. Well. <laughs> yeah. I ain't nobody getting back to back. That's crazy. Someone came close. Did someone do a perfect game and got really close to a no hitter? The next, the I next outing. I, I, I feel like that's been like within innings, recent six, years. Yeah, I don't know yeah, why that that stands out in my head. Ramsey would know. Uh, Drew Ramsey down. Knows. Drew, Drew, Drew tweeted last night. I got some takes to fire off. Oh, hey, all right, Drew. Floor's yours, Drew down. Hey, what up, guys? Uh, yeah, crazy night in the NBA last night. You know. And B was seventy, Cat was sixty, 
Bill's missing right, white, uh, right, right, white, right. Felt like the '90s was back for a minute. You feel me? <laughs> um, but um, as a you know, Warrior fans, we don't we don't watch anything but the Warriors. But they ain't played oh. it a minute. The Kings were on NBA TV, so I got a chance to uh, to watch the Kings play. So um, I thought they I thought they were playing you know playing aggressive, playing fast. I thought they you know played some good defense. And, and anytime the lead you know kind of got down to ten, I felt like they always responded and kind of pushed it back up. You know, thirteen, fifteen. They was making their free throws, so that was good to see. Um, you know, Harrison Barnes went off. I don't, I, I don't really buy the, you know, the fact that they don't run plays for him. I mean, I kind of feel like the Kings' offense is kind of like a male stripper at a bachelorette party. Everybody touching the ball at some point. So, so I, I don't really, I, I don't really buy all that. Why though? Like, why was that analogy the one that you chose to use? Hey. I, the, the thoughts just come to me. You feel me? I, I, no, I, no. I, I don't make. They just. They just. They just Drew, make. get help. Drew, get help. You n- no. Drew, Drew, firing off his chatty house jokes on the radio. Come on, man. This is a different platform. <laughs> Can't take Drew down nowhere. Bro, we were getting kicked off the air one day. Uh, I swear to God. I swear to God. We do our live shows, and I got Kenny two feet from me. Drew down is twenty feet from me, and all I can hear is Drew down. <laughs> Drew down the only one in 32 Brew Street who has no concept of what's happening on the stage in front of him. I'm surprised the radio show. It was D-Lo, Casey, and Drew down. Drew down. That's our man, Drew though. Drew down, show. Big ups to him. That's our man. Drew down and, and, and Manny uh, hit up both shows. And Katrina. Yes. Uh, they've called us on both shows. Uh, 916-909-1320 if y'all want to get in here. We got TC. Is that who, who, who we got? TC still there? TC! What's going on, baby? Yeah. Yes, sir. What's up with my two brothers? What up, big dog? Oh, man, just vibing. See the Kings back on track. My boys got that win last night. Let's just keep it simple and short. I love Fox, man. I, I, I love everything about that dude, bro. Like, I know everybody don't want to make it a big deal, but you got to talk, bro. Like, I know the whole leading by example, everybody's not a raw rock guy, Draymond Green, get in your face. Like, but you got to talk to the media, all this ducking and all that, bro. Like, I don't know if you ducking or whatnot. I know, like, you got to get up there and talk, big dog. I know, like, I know you probably hear the rumbling, but ain't nobody really talking about you. Like, you injured. They're like, okay, Fox is cool. It's, it's really about Barnes and Herder. You acting like your name is in, like, trade talks, bro. Like, you got to get up there and talk, bro. I know you're going through it or whatnot, like, but you, you have to get up there, Fox. In my opinion, I know everybody feels different, bro, but, like, when you're the start of the team, bro, you have to get up there. Like, there's no, there's, there's really no answer, no explanation if you duck in the media, like, ah. Man, I'm not talking. I can understand I had a bad game. I don't want to talk. But, like, you just – I don't want to talk all the time. Um, when somebody asks you a question, you look at them stupid. Like, come on, Fox, bro. I love you, and you better than that, bro. You got to be better than that, bro. That's all I got. Well, to be fair, it was only one question that, <laughs> that De'Aaron just looked at uh, our man J.A., and J.A. asked the question. Like, it was a perfectly fair question to ask. I have no problem with it. He asked why – you know, what, what, what went into him not speaking since – the, the the Raptors game and 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 De'Aaron just looked at him. I state this again for those just tuning in. I don't care if De'Aaron Fox wants to talk or not. Mm-hmm. My concern comes more with and 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 I respect the fact James Ham does, Jason Anderson does. The guys who have to write about this team and cover this team in a far different way than we do, they do care. So for them, I'm 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 sympathetic to that. My frustration comes with it feels like there are guys on this team who are putting energy into not talking. Because for De'Aaron to not speak, it's it's hard for me to believe that the media relations team hasn't gone to him and asked him to speak. And the fact that he's just saying no or I'm not speaking until 
dot, 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 or uh, I don't like this, so I'm not talking. Maybe he's on strike. Hell, the strikes have been effective in the past. Maybe this is just another one. Um, I just don't like that it feels like these guys are putting energy into it, and it's diverting energy from winning basketball games. You talked about it doesn't feel like everyone's focus is winning a championship. Hell, I'll scale it back. It doesn't feel like everyone's focus is winning basketball games. Mm. That's what y'all should be out there trying to do, win basketball games. You went into the season with expectations, and maybe that's, again, maybe this is the weight of expectations. Maybe this is a group of individuals learning to play with expectations, guys that maybe not had a ton of them. Domas probably had like a certain level of expectations in Indiana, but maybe not a ton. Right. This is different. When you turn a 16-year drought around, in a major, major way, in a, in a, in a first-round series that everybody was locked into, you did it in emphatic fashion. You didn't sneak into the playoffs right. like Minnesota did when they ended their playoff drought. You ended it mm-hmm. emphatically, and you were the Brock Purdy of the Sacramento Kings last year. Mm-hmm. You had people speculating whether you were good or not or you were just a product of the conference or a product of something other than your actual talent. Now they're watching you a little bit closer. Now they're picking apart everything that you're doing. Now there are teams that did what you did last year. They're doing the same thing this year. There are teams who are doing what you did last year and losing basketball games. Mike brought that up over the weekend. The league offensively is doing what we did last year. We had a historic offense, uh, a historically offensive season last year. Mm Mm-hmm. That, 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 that's dead this year. There's like 10 teams that are doing it this year. Right. And some of those teams have – one of the reasons I was worried about Atlanta because they score a ton of points whether they win or lose. And you go through a lull, which shout out to Sacramento, they didn't. Mm-hmm. Yo, this could catch up with you. Mm-hmm. And it's just a it, – <laughs> it goes back to what you said at the end of last year. Everything is going to be different. You spoke to it from a fan's perspective. You're going to feel different next year. Wins and losses are going to feel different. Everything is going to feel different. I don't think the players heard that. It's different now. Mm -hmm. And they went in talking about playoffs, being a contender, defense, maintaining uh, and improving. And right now it just feels like, hey, salute Monty. You did a good job of doing one of those things. You maintained. You have not improved. And along the way, it feels like guys might be looking around at, at other things that's contributing to the lack of improvement. Yeah, and what I would say if I was giving De'Aaron advice or just talking to him about it, hey, man, it's it's becoming a bigger thing than it needs to be just because of how it's playing out, right? Like, if you speak, you know, it doesn't even have to be after every game. But if you're available, you know, every other game or something like that, nobody's really going to trip on what you have to say. Nobody's going to be even tripping about you talking at that point. That'll be good enough. You know what I mean? And then you can focus that energy elsewhere. Focus the team. can You can help the team focus that energy elsewhere or whatever. But, you know, it, it's something that, doesn't have to go down this way is essentially what I would say. Like it don't have to be like this. Like it can be it could be something that's taken care of that doesn't that isn't um some type of uh, 
a distraction to you, um, talking point for the media or anything like that, doesn't have to go down this way. That's yeah. that's all I'd really say. Again, it's been a weird few days in the NBA. You know what's trending right now? Mm. They're thirty and thirteen. That's trending on Twitter. That's the Bucks record. <laughs> They're thirty and thirteen is trending on Twitter. <laughs> now trending, it's that's you know trending could mean five hundred t- tweets. It could mean five thousand tweets. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just I find that funny. Um, let's touch on the breaking news ish that you alluded to uh, before the commercial break. You're listening to D'Lo and Casey on KIFM West Sacramento, 98.5 FM Carex Q HD2 Sacramento. Good for those in electric vehicles. ESPN 1320. Always live on the free Odyssey app. You can watch the show. Shout out uh, to everybody who's checked in with us here on twitch.tv slash ESPN 1320, youtube.com slash ESPN 1320, and, of course, over on Twitter. Normally, our girl TK would be with us. Trista Crick, she got a little sick during her visit. Uh, to Buffalo. Didn't even make it to the game. Damn. Brutal. Hey, I know she didn't get sick in Sacramento. <laughs> I know that. We took care of her, made sure we she took was care. good. Hey, she, hey, she got it. Sometimes people got to learn their own lessons. <laughs> she just out there with the riffraff mm, mm, and, and she's vomiting in restaurants. Oh, no. And didn't even make it to the game. Damn. Missed the historic one. And uh, so hopefully she'll be back with us next week. She said she was ready to talk to you. Uh, I'm sure about your Twitter exchange back and forth. And yeah. was, well, it ain't hey, going nowhere. I was ready it for ain't a, like Josh Allen's playing. So I, well, he's not. Keep I was talking about. It. I was ready for a a a, a, a two on one match. <laughs> I, I I I'm 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 with you on this one. Um, Sean Cunningham, James Ham, uh, both tweeted just a few moments ago. Uh, De'Aaron Fox is among the 41-man pool for the USA Basketball Olympic team. The team, which will compete uh, in Paris, uh, will be trimmed down to 12 players. That's Sean Cunningham's tweet uh, verbatim. But De'Aaron Fox back in the pool for USA. Yeah, that was surprising to see. I didn't. I didn't we all know he should be in the pool, mm-hmm. but we you know, thought because of things that have gone on in the past with him leaving the camp early, I think four or five years ago or something like that, that maybe he wouldn't get this opportunity again. Yeah. Uh, but here he is. His name is there. I don't. How does that normally work? Does that like um, – does Team USA says, yes, you're in our pool of finalists, and De'Aaron's like, it's news to me. I didn't even tell you guys I was interested. Or do they have to, you know, in some form submit interest and then they select the finalists? Um, I believe you're asked. Well, you're asked from the side before. that I've seen before. So before you, this, say for instance, De'Aaron Fox has already been asked. De'Aaron Fox didn't find out from Sean Cunningham, if that's what you're but asking. But no, what I'm saying is De'Aaron Fox, before they made this list of finalists, was De'Aaron Fox asked if he was interested in playing? Yes. And he said yes. Yes. And then from all the people that said yes, they came finalists. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, you're 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 essentially invited, right? USA basketball would like you to be a part of our pool of players to select the the Paris team. Now, I think the only thing one, I'm 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 surprised cuz you know, once it's it's US USA basketball is tough. And once you're out, you're out. Mm-hmm. 
and there have been some leadership changes with Grant Hill at the helm. There's also been a change in De'Aaron Fox. Like De'Aaron Fox now is a top player in the league, mm-hmm. and if you're, it's 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 an it's a time to give the individual an opportunity to kind of get their way uh, back in. Forty-one is a lot. That's a lot of players. Yeah, that's a ton of players. Um, but part of this is the fact that they lost. That's a big part of this. Like when when a team loses, when when a team loses, change things change. We have to make sure that uh, we field the best team as as possible. And gone is the two thousand you know eight redeem team and the commitment that Coach uh, K Mike Shishetsky asked of those players. It's you're not a a one off. If you're gonna be with us, we need you to be with us for a stretch. Because we have to be prepared to play a team like Spain in the 2008 Olympics. Mm-hmm. And we're not going to be able to do that being together for five weeks. We need to be together for a stretch. Well, it worked. Right. and But that's over. Like, that's gone. Back are the days of if LeBron wants to do it, he's going to get to do it. Right. If Steph Curry wants to do it, he's going to get to do it. And then you build the team around from there. Yeah. Yeah. And that so that leads into one of the things that we talked about during the break that, you know, I just I wonder about. Right. So I asked you, I said, do you do you know the the 12 in your opinion? Right. Mm -hmm. Um, And you said you did Mm -hmm. came up with 12. Don't have any objections to any of them. Really, I'll give it. I'll give it to you. Okay, because it wasn't on the radio. Okay, My 12. Joel. Mm -hmm. Anthony Davis. Two. Draymond Green. Kevin Durant, four. LeBron James, five. Jason Tatum, six. Anthony Edwards, seven. Mikael Bridges, eight. True Holiday, nine. Tyrese Halliburton, ten. Steph Curry, eleven. And Book, twelve. Devin Booker. So there's two on there that I wonder about. I think you're spot on with all of them. There's two on there that I wonder about. I think I know exactly. Well, I know for one is because we already discussed it. I know who the other is. I think Draymond is is a question now. Oh, I, think Draymond, I didn't think I didn't think that's what you were gonna say. No, no. I thought we, you were gonna say Mikael. No, I can see Mikael's. He was there, wherever they, where they just were. Mm-hmm. At least on on one of the teams. Did he make the the team that actually played in the World Cup, or was he just on that? No, Kate I think he was on it. Team? Yeah, so I, I think Mikael's in there. Um, Draymond is a question for me now. I think Draymond. I was with you, and I think if you ask me, I still like he'll be in there. Like if you really made me answer, but I think he's hurt himself. In mm. this situation, okay, and he could be on the fence more than he was before. Okay, Drew Holiday is another one where I understand why you have him on there, but I think he's a question mark. And here's my thought process. So here, here I'll, I'll respond to it just because you said them back to back. In my opinion, there's no way this team is formed. I think both make it. Mm-hmm. There's no way this team is formed without one of them. Okay. So if you're right about Draymond, I think Drew has to be on it. Okay. Okay. Um, so the thing that I was I was thinking was, and this is, you know, maybe I'm just making an argument for this guy, you know, Homer situation, whatever the case may be. But De'Aaron Fox, he's got a little bit of a machine behind him. And if Steph Curry is saying, I think this will be a great opportunity to promote my brand, mm-hmm. the Curry brand, and everything that we have going on. Mm. Nope. Doesn't work. Huh. 
they don't care. Who doesn't care? That Olympic team. You're 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 forget, you're forgetting something very important. Mm. Nike. That no, that's fine. But this is what I'm saying, and I don't think it'll come to this. I don't think it'll come to this. I don't, I'm just throwing out something. But if Steph and Rich and you know these people are like, you want me out here. I need something. I need my brand to be front and center in some type of way, and I got the first guy that is on my brand right here as a finalist. No chance. Mm. Think back to 08. Mm. One guy, not with Nike. And he was undeniable. Mm-hmm. There, was, you, there was virtually nothing you could do about it. It was one guy. It was Dwight. I think that's changed a little bit, though. It has not. Dame wasn't with Nike. Dame wasn't on that old. China. Oh, yeah, like – that, you, you, you can, can find, yeah, he was probably in that anymore. Dwight category. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm not saying they take all Nike athletes. Mm. Um, it's not like the women taking only UConn players. I mean, come on. <laughs> um, but why would why would USA cave and say, okay, let's give Steph Curry and the Under Armour brand a spotlight Steph here? Steph Curry not saying it that way. Steph Curry is saying, if you want me. Steph Curry with... But if you want me, what? You got to bring De'Aaron? Yeah. Oh, they, you don't think they'll put that together? Do they, they want Steph so, Curry or not? So, the, so, you, so I think you're... In my opinion, in that situation, they just go, no. So they wouldn't take Steph Curry? No. Ah. The, but see, see, you're, I, think, I, I, you, I think you're on to something. Mm. I don't think it would work. Well, it could. I think you're on to something. Because I was thinking something else. When you said machine, I wasn't thinking Steph. I was thinking the other machine. Rich. I was thinking Rich. Absolutely. So that, well, that was my second point. Now it He's becomes. both of them. Well, see, but now it's not Steph. It's LeBron. Mm, true. LeBron true. says, I need something. True. And if it just happens to be the same thing that Steph Curry needs. Oh, by the way. He's one of the best guards in the entire league. So it's not like it's not like we're asking right. you to bring Austin Reeves <laughs> with all due respect. Like it's De'Aaron Fox. I think the all NBA player. The De'Aaron it comes down to De'Aaron versus Drew, in my opinion. And I think Mm-mm. I can understand why Drew would get on. I, I and why he would get on ahead of Fox. I think it might be De'Aaron versus Book. See, I think Book is in. I, I think I think verified. I think Drew is in. Mm. They need Drew Holiday. They want Drew Holiday. Mm. I think when, when you're when you're pretty matter of fact about things, I I, I I I listen. I listen, but I think Book is in. I think Book. Is you in. have me thinking more about Draymond than Drew Holiday mm. because of that. Because of they love Draymond Green, mm. but I I you're I think I I think it's different. But maybe it's not. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know what the perception of Draymond Green is anymore. I don't know that USA. I don't know that USA would look at it as a bad look to bring Draymond. They brought Charles in '92. Yeah, but he ain't Charles. He's not Charles. No, <laughs> he, he ain't Charles. 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 He got relationships. Charles, Charles was the Charles. MVP the next year. Right. You're right. He ain't Charles. Um, he ain't Charles. But yeah, I, to to both points, I guess. I think Fox has a machine behind him. Whether it's I think that Steph component, or like you talked about Rich Wall, which turns into 
LeBron James. I mean, Rich Paul has an opportunity to, to have like six or seven players on this team. Yeah. Yeah. So. Tatum's not what Rich is he? I don't think so. I don't think so either. But yeah. AD is. Draymond is. Obviously, LeBron is. Fox would be the other. Fox would be so the that's other. That's four. It's only four. But um, uh, what was I going to say? So, so the the other thing that also makes me think about it is, and and this could be reading too much into it. I kind of feel like Fox wouldn't express interest if he didn't think he had a good chance. Not that he's guaranteed, mm-hmm. but if he thought it was, that's why he left in the the first. One of the reasons why he left in the first. I'm like, you guys can't. Tell me whether I'm going to be here or not, and I got these other things. Well, that was a little bit different. I don't because they were asking you to for like it went from like a because remember he was he wasn't even like invited right he was like a late ad Mm -hmm. and then it was like hey come spend the next like three weeks with us after already spending three weeks like wait a minute what I'll do it I I mean I don't know that he said this I would do it Mm -hmm. if I was on the team but you're gonna fly me. So another part of the world and then cut me? Right, right. That's true. Yeah, I don't know about That's that. True. There's one other thing with Draymond that just dawned on me that I think you've got to keep in mind. Remember, no one wanted to do 2020 mm. slash 2021. Mm. Your boy did. Yeah. I don't got think that, they forget that. Got that reassurance. USA got memory. I help you out here. Mm-hmm. If I need a favor. Mm-hmm. I need to strengthen my Hall of Fame candidacy. <laughs> I'm going to come calling. We'll come back. Some of y'all might not recognize this. It's a huge day in sports media. Mm. Like, game-changing. Mm. Like, prepare for this. We'll explain. Do the one case you return here on Sacramento Sports Leader, ESPN 1320. Jason Jones coming up about one hour from now. Uh, excited to talk to our brother over at The Athletic. Uh, excited to talk to Jamil as well. 916-909-1320. Jamil, what's going on, man? What's up, boys? How y'all doing? We KC, good, man. Like, congratulations on the Niner win, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hey, hey, thirty seconds, uh, Jesse. Don't cut me off. Thirty seconds. <laughs> hey, this is going. Hey, this is going on. Uh, Kyle Maxson that said the Buccaneers is about to get blown out. Probably one of the best weekends of football I've seen in years, man. I mean, um, question to you too: If Tampa's at home, does Tampa win that game? Nah. Another thing: Why? Did Mike all of a sudden start calling plays for Harrison Barnes this late in the season? I mean, is he feeling the the, the, the heater on him? Is he feeling him on the hot seat? Because you heard him after the game. They intentionally call plays all games for Harrison Barnes. Why is this not getting done more? That's all I have, boys. Thank you for the show. Keep doing what y'all doing. Appreciate Thank you, you Jay. I love that the bit is Jesse's going to cut everyone off. That's my favorite. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, in on enough. You're the Grim Reaper over there. Like, I, I love that. <laughs> Um, I don't know. I don't have an answer to the to why the game plan was what it was last night. And and we don't know if that was the game plan. You know, like I said, we we watched it. We didn't think that. Um, or at least I didn't think. I won't speak for you or anybody else, but I didn't think they were like making calls for Harrison. It just felt like the flow of the offense. He was getting looks. He was taking the shots and knocking them down. Yeah. So I'm sure maybe he did call some plays for him. I'm not saying that's inconceivable, but it felt like it was just something that was in the flow of the offense. I don't, and also uh, Jay, I don't think Mike is even remotely close to on a seat that's even. He ain't even got the seat warmers on. No. Like that's not. No. 
that's not a thing. And like we've gotten so accustomed and part of it, like I understand, is because of what happened today in Milwaukee. We've gotten so used to like we do fire coaches, fire coaches, fire coaches. The Kings aren't a championship or bust team. Uh, if the Kings were in the position that they are right now with the expectations of winning a championship and a generational superstar like Giannis Antetokounmpo, mm-hmm. fine, you can make your determinations. Like, I mean, firing Adrian Griffin, is, is it really is incredible. Like, just amazing. But it's the decision that the franchise made, and it feels like there's a lot of other things going on there given the, you know, stuff Bobby Portis said and, you know, the Terry Stotts. Like, you could point to, like, a couple of different moments throughout the season where you're just left like, well, it's really weird especially for the bucks and obviously they had a very loud off season they they went and they went and did some things right they were a focal point of this off season so uh expectations are sky high um but moving on from mike brown isn't the answer that's not even discussed as the answer no that's not even (laughs) it's nowhere near happening right um, I have been waiting, uh, 916-909-1320, uh, if you want to talk some more, as we mentioned, our man, um, Jason Jones is going to be with us about an hour from now. We'll talk NFL coming up here, uh, in a couple of minutes, more Kings basketball. I've been waiting since 4.30 to talk about this because I think this is one of the biggest stories in sports media, and I'm not sure how much it's registered with people yet. WWE announced today that Raw, its signature show, and I need to look something up real quick because this is one thing that caught my attention very, very quickly. And I don't even think I noticed this. The show's called Raw. Mm-hmm. It's not called Monday Night Raw. It's called Raw. Mm-hmm. And I, it's like, wait a minute, what is the name of this show? Is it moving nights? Is it live? How is this going to work? WWE announced today that Raw is moving to Netflix mm-hmm. in January of 2025. So one year from now, Raw, for the first time in its history, you know, dating back to January 1993, will be off linear television and will be exclusive to Netflix. Now, this opens up a lot of different things. One, they're facing an Oakland A's situation. Their NBC Universal deal expires, which is what the USA, it's the umbrella that the USA Network is under, expires in October. They're not moving to Netflix until January. Mm. So you have a couple of months there that you have to figure out. Now, USA and, and the WWE, NBC Universal and the WWE still have a working relationship as the new home of SmackDown is going to be USA. So I'm confident that the two entities will be able to work together to figure out a home for Raw for a couple of months. It's a 10-year, $5 billion deal for the WWE, which is almost double what they got from NBC Universal in this last round of contract negotiation in terms of per-year value, Mm -hmm. and it's obviously significantly longer in terms of years. This is the future of sports. Mm. This is the future of sports media. Netflix, they did, I know they did a live, uh, like a reality show that I don't, I'm not familiar with. They also did a live Chris Rock special. Mm. Those were their first forays into live television, live, not television, live broadcasting. Mm -hmm. What we saw from, 
I think it's called TKO, the parent company. What we saw from WWE today, this is what Adam Silver wants. Mm-hmm. Netflix will essentially be, outside of the United States, Netflix will essentially be the WWE network everywhere else outside of, outside of America. Mm-hmm. Meaning premium live events, uh, catalog, all of that stuff will be available on Netflix. Which means when the current billion-dollar deal with Peacock ends, that whole library could wind up moving over to Netflix. Mm -hmm. And Netflix could be like your home for WWE. Now, again, NBC Universal and WWE still have a working relationship. So it doesn't mean that it's leaving the Peacock app. Mm -hmm. It just means there's going to be a bidder now who's going to want that entire catalog over with their live programming. When you look at what Adam Silver is doing, when he talks about thinking outside of the box, when you have all of those old heads talking about what a failure having the Dolphins-Chiefs playoff game on the Peacock-only platform, when you hear all of them talk about it's going to be a failure, none of them said anything about the 20 million people that watched on the platform. Mm-hmm. That number's significant because you know how many subscribers Peacock has? 30. Mm. 20 of the 30 million subscribers watch that game on that app. Now you multiply that by God knows how many with the amount of people that have Netflix. Mm -hmm. This moment from WWE is a game changer for sports media moving forward. Because if Netflix is in a position in January of 2025 to air live programming, which they have to be now. They've signed an agreement. Mm Mm-hmm. A $5 billion agreement to have that infrastructure in place. That means this summer, when Adam is looking for something different for the NBA, Netflix can call. Oh, for sure. I mean, and, and what what Adam is going to do um, is it's uh, like I think a lot of people are looking at it like it's it's going to be a singular, like Netflix is going to get the NBA. No, Netflix is going to be part of the NBA media package. Mm-hmm. Yep, It's going to be the Friday night Netflix game, mm-hmm. the Wednesday night ESPN game, yep. the Tuesday night Amazon Prime game, <sighs> all this other – like the bag's going to be crazy. Yep. And really what this this signifies is it's it's over for cable and network TV. It's it's over. And and that has been on the horizon for a long time. And here's here's why I think it's over. Because what these apps are essentially doing is they're cutting out the middleman. Mm-hmm. And any money that USA, you know, had to share with Xfinity, they're like, well, once we figure out this app thing, why why would Which I is, give you any money? Mm-hmm. Like, I'll take it all. Yeah. And one of the one of the things was sports, right? One of the holdups was USA or, or excuse me NBC or anybody doing wrestling as well, but doing business with because I still have to have TV, regular TV, to broadcast my games and all this other stuff. And once they probably saw what happened with the Peacock uh, app for the football game, WWE getting involved, and now with this next deal, they'd be like, we can make it. We we can make it without the cable companies. Either the cable companies are going to have to like come up with their own offer of doing something to make it worth their while, 
or they're just going to lead the cable companies completely. Yeah, I think that's where we're headed. We're headed towards the end. We're we're television will never like be gone, like because you'll still there. You'll still have you know Channel Three. You'll still have you know KCRA, ABC. You'll still have all that local stuff, and I think you'll still have cable to a certain degree. But these but, companies, oh, I'm sorry to cut you off, but even then, that's on streaming platforms like Xfinity. For TV, might be gone in ten years. They may have sure. internet, but well, like I assume you, that you can watch Channel Three News mm-hmm. on, on YouTube, YouTube. TV. Mm-hmm. And I, I, just, I just think cable really don't have a leg. Well, to stand I prefer on ABC this. or CB, CBS. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> Shout out Sarah Hodges. We saw her last night. Was oh good, hanging out, talking to her, champagne and campaign a little bit. Of course, I saw who Sarah was with. Well, I, I, I saw her story too. <laughs> So I stay my ass at home. <laughs> so I, 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 I get, I get the point. Crew, man. Big up Lexi, man. That's the home. I talking. get, the, <laughs> I get the point. Like I, I get like what you're, what you're saying. I, I think the, I think what will be interesting is streaming used to be like a cost saving measure, mm-hmm. and it's not anymore. Mm-hmm. And what we get kind of suckered into is kind of this like with. Like with YouTube TV, I can have YouTube TV and then I can click a button. Like I, I, I actually did it this weekend because I, I, I saw that Fox was broadcasting the 49ers game in 4K. Mm. And it's like $9 to add 4K and it like comes with other stuff. And I'm like, all right, cool. I clicked it. 4K, baby. Let's go 49ers. Uh, uh, let's 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 watch this game against Packers in 4K. Switch from the ra- the, the 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 feed I had to 4K. Like, oh, damn, it looks exactly the same. <laughs> Open the computer back up, cancel that. Paid eight dollars to watch one game in 4K or however many games the rest of the month in 4K, and then it cancels. Yeah. Um, but it does the same thing. Like, you can add HBO Max to it. You can add all of these other different things. You can now with um. Now with now with HBO Max, you can have HBO Max, and now you can add TNT mm-hmm. and CNN and their live their live programming, and these apps, these these platforms, these companies are becoming more sophisticated with how they offer you programming, and you just click 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 click, and all of a sudden you think, oh, it's still less than cable. No, it ain't. Nah, it's the same. That's Netflix what- used to be nine dollars. Now it's like twenty something. And here, here, here! I was texting with our friend down at WCW this morning. Oh boy! And he asked, "Are they going to air commercials during Raw?" Mm. And I was like, "It's going to be. I think what's going to happen is it's going to be like the Peacock app. There's going to be tiers. Mm-hmm. You'll have the twenty dollar tier, which will air commercials, or you'll have the twenty five dollar tier." Which airs something else. Like if you have, if you have the, uh, uh, the well, you got like a premium Peacock. If you have that, when, when, when Peacock goes to commercial, it just airs like a promo package. It airs like the history of Seth Curl, Seth, uh, uh, Seth Rollins versus CM Punk. Mm. That's what it airs in place of a commercial, mm. and so it never goes to commercial. But it's pretty clear it's on a commercial break. Right. I think Netflix is going to wind up being the same thing. Yeah. Yeah, I agree, man. And then, like you said, this this whole thing with the NBA's media rights deal, and 
you know, the NFL, they got a media rights deal, but it feels like they can do whatever whenever they want to. Like, they they don't have – doesn't feel like they're stuck in a deal. Like, their deal with CBS and Fox is their deal, but if they want to add Wednesday Night Football with mm-hmm. Netflix, boom, we got it. Mm-hmm. We can go get that bag. So Yeah, because they'll just tell the players, oh, don't worry, it's an extra – Ten million dollars for each of you, right? Right. And yeah, you, th- you thought you thought yeah you thought the Thursday short week was bad. No, no, that's fine. We'll we'll give you ten million dollars a game for it. <laughs> All right. So, um, the, I saw a tweet that came across right before we were talking about this, and the sports business radio. Um, not sure who they are, but they got fifteen thousand followers. It said. Um, I spoke with a source today who tells me the NBA's and their rights deal should be done no later than this June's NBA Finals. After that is done, the league will focus its attention on expansion. said he discussed both of these items with Windhorse uh, on SB Radio this week. So Interesting. Yeah, I didn't think it'd be – I thought they'd start negotiating, but he's saying – he or she is saying they're expecting it to be done by the summer. So the which uh, honestly it should be like we've been talking about this for five years. There shouldn't be a whole lot of negotiating. No, there there shouldn't. But isn't there a window? like a, a a window where they negotiate with just ESPN, TNT, and whoever they're I think the current business my, partners are. My thought, my thought with that, there is a window. My thought with that is as long as you're continuing to include them, you should be able. Like it's not like. They're talking to Ooh. they're talking to Netflix and they're going to leave ESPN. Yeah, so ESPN has to match. Them. I just had a. Oh, you guys are gonna be in this together? We're all a family. I just had a moment. I just had a moment. Oh, saying like, that out loud. No, no, no. Uh, NBA and TNT. That's that's one. That's the NBA on one of the biggest commodities. I just said that HBO Max now has those that that Turner platform. Mm-hmm. You could have an exclusive game each week on HBO Max. Mm-hmm. It's already a partnership. You could have already laid the groundwork for that. Absolutely, that could be the like. In, uh, we're we're using Netflix as the example because the WWE Peacock is is an example for the NFL. It could wind up being HBO Max for the NBA. Yeah, seems well, like the groundwork may already be laid for that. Well, they they got like I I can I can already see it right now. You get a HBO Max game. Um, once a week, Amazon Prime has all in-season tournament games. That's the one. Yeah, that's the one to watch. Yeah, Netflix has your Monday night basketball, and the only real one that's like outside, probably trying to get in there, is Peacock. So that, so, so I, I that could be doing too much though, like because I don't know that you sell every day because then what value is League Pass? You know, you know what I mean. Like, it, I'm, I'm with you, but there also has to be a point where, like, hey, why don't you stop pouring yourself out here a little bit? Like, there's gonna, be, you're going to lose something somewhere. Do you think? And it would, it, it, it could potentially be that league pass. Do you think they would get to a point where, like, um, like for instance, I don't know if the NFL is there, but the NFL is getting so much money from these media companies. That if they were to take a loss, not even a loss, if they weren't able to make as much money on Sunday ticket, I mean, I, yeah, I used to make 
750 million on Sunday ticket. Now I make 500 million, but I'm getting I just signed a 10 billion dollar deal. But in whose perspective are you asking from YouTube's? No, from NFL. Oh. No. The NFL wouldn't do that. But no, but, Remember but, that but what I'm saying is the NFL wouldn't wouldn't take the 10 billion to to keep Sunday ticket alive. Uh-huh. Right? They were like yeah, this might hurt Sunday Ticket a little bit because we're giving another exclusive game, but I just made ten billion. I gotta take the ten billion. Oh, sure. Like that, yeah. that's what I'm thinking with League Pass. If they're like, ah, League Pass might take a little bit of a hit, but I just gave, I just sold this, uh, this Amazon Prime deal for five billion dollars. Like League Pass can take a little hit. I don't care. Mm-hmm. You know that that's my thinking. Maybe. Yeah, it's 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 certainly possible. Yeah, it's certainly possible. Um, Yeah, I don't know, man. I think this is uh I think this is such a game changer. Uh the with 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 how successful Amazon Prime has been, with how successful uh the playoff game on Peacock was. Mm-hmm. Um and the fact that Netflix is now setting up this infrastructure for live programming just says so so much to me about yeah. the future of like television. Yeah. I mean, and we see it already with with Amazon Prime and what they're doing with live broadcasting mm-hmm. and stuff like that. With with football, they and, just signed with boxing with PBC, so they're going to be they're going to be doing. I think and let's not let's them. not leave out the fact Apple set up their infrastructure for this years ago with MLS, and they're so thirsty for one of the big boys. Mm-hmm. They've if you ha- if and I realize you know not everybody has had to make that tran- transition, but like if you have Apple TV you're inundated with the soccer stuff. Like if you open that app, like Apple TV is my hub for everything. It's where I go to all of the different apps and all that stuff. I use an actual, I don't use the apps on my TV. I use, I use the Apple device to navigate everything. Mm -hmm. And when I open that up, I'm, if I'm on the Apple TV portion of it, I'm hit with when, when old boy signed last year, Mm -hmm. uh, uh, Ronaldo, Mm -hmm. Uh, messy. That's all I saw. Yeah. That's all I saw. Now, MLS over and over and over again. They, but the, but I, all of that, and while I believe they're they're great partners for the MLS and they want to support and all that, all of that is to show Adam Silver or uh, Roger Goodell or whoever. Hey, it's Patrick Mahomes. Look at look look at what we did right here. Now we want to do that with Patrick Mahomes. We want to do that with De'Aaron Fox, Tyrese Halliburton, the face of the NBA. We want to do it with him. We want to do it with Giannis, with Joel. All that. That's what we want to do. We did it with soccer to show you, look what we could do for you. Yeah. Yeah. There's so many of these streaming platforms. It's, it's almost like there's not enough days in a week. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like right. You want to give everybody an exclusive game, but there's nine streaming platforms that want to, you know, ha- have a deal with you. There's only seven days in a week. Which is probably why, and I'd imagine, I, I wonder if ESPN or TNT would be like, man, you can't wear out all these exclusive games because they lose their, they lose, if if it's Monday, Amazon, Tuesday, ESPN, Wednesday, HBO, man, is it really that special if there's one every night? There's no, There's no way to know. But who do you think is left out in the cold? In terms of it, services. Uh, man, I feel like it's Apple. 
I think it's Apple. Too. I and and this is I don't I don't think I think Apple is committed. I don't think it's their priority. I know they were really close. They really wanted Sunday ticket, but they wanted they wanted to create something affordable for everybody. And the NFL was like, no, no, our this has a premium to it. And I guess, and I can understand that thinking to a certain degree where it's like, if I'm selling something for $500 every year and you all of a sudden are selling it for $10 a month, you drove, you just drove the value of our product down. I can't allow that to that, to, to, to a certain degree. I understand that the NBA is a little closer to that number, Mm a $10 a month. I think on, I think, uh, app, I think, uh, right now league pass is like $14 a month. On YouTube. Oh, on YouTube, on YouTube, yeah, yeah. If, 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 but if you pay the whole, if you, if you pay fourteen dollars a month, right. rather than paying for it on bulk, like it, it amounts to about the same thing. Whereas the NFL, it's four months and it's like seventy dollars a right, month or right. something like that. Yeah. Let's get Ramsey in here real quick. Nine one six nine zero nine thirteen twenty. What's up, Ramsey? Not too much. Just to add to this, the whole streaming conversation. I know we're it's mainly wrestling, ba- uh, basketball, and football. But we also got to take into fact when the NHL signed their deal about, I think it was two years ago, 80 to 90 percent of all their games are on ESPN Plus. Mm. And to bring up Apple and to bring up Apple TV, Major League Baseball has their Friday night game of the week that's always exclusively to Apple TV. It's either a, either one game or sometimes they'll have a doubleheader, and they've had it throughout the summer. And Peacock has an exclusive game with Major League Baseball on Sunday mornings as well. Yeah. Good stuff, Ramsey. No, and that's you. for sure. The the thing about that, the reason why I think we uh, we're all in uh, wrestling, I think, fixing this category too, is it feels like all that stuff, NHL, Major League Baseball, even mm-hmm. wrestling, is to prove to NFL and NBA that you can do right. this. Yeah, that's what. Yep, it's I not because they agree. really care about yeah, I completely those agree. sports or those leagues. They're like, look what we can do. With the, for you guys, mm-hmm. if you came over and did all that, there's just like endless possibilities with all of this stuff. Where like you buy, um, you know, I think the NBA has this where you have specific team league pass. Mm-hmm. Like you, if you, 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 you could, you don't have league pass, but you have the Sacramento Kings league pass, right. which is what I think most people want it for. They want it for a specific team. Some of us, a lot of us, we just like to watch the league. Like, like I hate to, you know. Watching Cat last night. That was a league pass game, as we outlined earlier with the Charlotte broadcasters. That's 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 what it is. But there's just so many there's so many different opportunities with a streaming platform like Netflix. Mm-hmm. Like my, my one of my immediate hopes is like the WWE Network, the collection has been absolute garbage since moving to to the Peacock app. Yeah. Netflix will fix that. Like there was nothing wrong with the WWE app at all. There was nothing wrong with the WWE network. It worked as it was intended, but then you moved it to Netflix and they made it weird. Like if I want to watch raw in 1997, I got to figure out what, what season that is. Cause it doesn't say, Hey, here are episodes of raw of 1997. It's here. Season four. Mm. Oh, what? No, this is what are you talking about? It's not what this is. And that's why, WWE for years because they're a cinematic. They want they'll tell you we're an episodic television show. Oh, it's a it's a new it's a season premiere. 
the hell marks a season premiere for you guys? You don't go into an off season. Right. But it's Vince McMahon, for better or for worse, has wanted WWE to be a television company for years in a similar vein that WCW was with Time Warner. Today, he succeeded. Mm. Got it done, pal. He 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 accomplished what feels like has been his goal for four decades. Mm. He accomplished it today. There's a well, it doesn't matter. It's just nerdy wrestling stuff about like The Rock is now on the board of directors, mm. and for the first time, and I don't know how many people know this, for the first time, The Rock owns the name The Rock. He didn't own it before. Mm. WWE did, mm-hmm. and part of him joining the board of directors was he got the name The Rock. Nice. We'll come back. Um, come on back, Edison. We'll get back to the Kings. Well, Edison never left. Edison, you listened to that whole thing, <laughs> didn't you? Uh, we'll talk football. We'll talk Kings basketball when D'Lo and Casey return here on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN 1320. Hey. Charles was very active in the YouTube chat today. I didn't realize my brother was listening from Atlanta. What? Oh, that's a rookie move, Joe. You can't fade the music that quick, baby. Joe, Hey, Joe. Joe just look at Joe trying to run. You can't fade the music that quick. We vibe in here. That's all right, Joe. You're going to learn. Let it cook, baby. Look at, look at, look at how big time Jesse is, man. He's, he's training people now. Man. So our, our little Jesse running the whole God blessing building now. He's got his, he's 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 got the insiders. He's got he's he's producing everything. Oh he's, man, he's, he's everywhere. We ain't never there. Man, this guy. Yeah. Sometimes shout I dream. Shout out Joe. Hey, shout out Joe. Shout out to the whole crew. Uh, Joe gonna be doing a lot with Dilo and KC uh, moving forward. Uh, he's 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 gonna be doing some work with us at the live show. As Michigan Wolverine says, looking forward to seeing you guys at the live. Uh, in a few weeks, February 2nd, yeah. uh, we'll be live at Sky River Casino, uh, not just for a, a live broadcast here of d and KC, but we'll stick around because at 4.30, your Sacramento Kings yeah. take on the Indiana Pacers. Yeah, hopefully the Kings are uh, a cohesive unit by then. Are they not a cohesive unit right now? That seemed a little, you know, they're not... JaVale at the beam really threw everything off, didn't it? Well, that might have brought everything together. No, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> that might have been the one. If like, more people had JaVel's disposition, <laughs> I just screwed up. Ah, oh well, I'd run it back, fix the beam. Well, you know, they're they're all they're all uh, you know, just kind of like in their own world. I don't want to say like they don't like each other. They're in their own world. Nothing's really fun or whatever. Kenny Caraway and, says the Sacramento Kings are the Philadelphia Eagles. Well, that's nobody's the Philadelphia Eagles. Oh, thank God. Nobody's the Eagles. Well, the Eagles are. <laughs> right. See, they fired the offensive coordinator. That's Jalen Hurts' boy. That they Florio. Well, hey, Mike Florio. Florio. Come on, that's Jalen Hurts' boy. They fire him. They, they say it right now. If you're not holding us hostage, we'll get rid of you in a second. Mm. But uh, hey, send him to Vegas, baby. Y'all don't want Jalen? Send him to Vegas. Jalen Hurts. Um, yeah, I don't. Go ahead, hit him with. A, go ahead. I got you. Go ahead. I just, oh my God! No, no, it's fine. Oh, go ahead. Who needs the man? Go ahead. what everybody says he is. What does everyone say he is? Like one of the top quarterbacks in football. Top 10? He's not a top 10 quarterback? Yeah, he's top 10. You don't trade a top, top 10, 10 quarterback. He's not. He's not. Uh, okay. Yeah, he's top 10. He's top 10. I, he, wouldn't, I wouldn't get rid of him if I was Philly. Was he the MVP through 11 weeks? Mm, it might have been was, by default. Was he the MVP last year? Through. Yes, last year he had a phenomenal season. Okay. This year he wasn't as good. Okay. I thought that throughout this, like when they were 10-1. and one. No, you did. Yeah. 
Last year he was phenomenal, though. All right. But the whole point was JaVale might have broke the ice in the locker room because everybody was just in a sour mood, just you know, ugh, going through things. And then JaVale lights the beam prematurely, and everybody comes in the room and they're like, it's like a sitcom. They go, <laughs> hey, man, you know I love you, dog. You know it's all loaded. And now everything is all good. You were in the locker room yesterday to experience this? <laughs> no. I'm telling you were you, there. You were close. I, I know you were close. I was, I we saw far you. far from the locker room. Far from. You realize it's on the internet. Yeah, that was, that was far from. You know who I sat next to? He don't remember. Oh. I tell him the same story all the time. And say he Lexi, remembers but. it when I tell him the story. But when I see him, he just looks at me like I'm a regular civilian. Rex Kalamian. Oh, really? Yeah. He gave me a pair of shorts when I was working at Hacks down in L.A. Uh-huh. He does not care about you in them, those shorts. You've told right? that story before, yeah. Yeah, so when I see him, I tell him, be like, hey, man, you did this for me. I thought it was really cool. I appreciate it yeah. over at Hacks. And he remembers the facility. He's like, oh, yeah, Hacks, you worked. Oh, man, that was awesome. Like, that's mm-hmm. dope. Da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. And then I'll see him two weeks later, and he'll just, hey, human. <laughs> Well, he knows fine. he knows Kenny more by the story he tells him about the time they did meet rather than the time they actually did meet. <laughs> That's how it is when I'm with out with Kenny though. What makes sense? Well, like they'll they'll like if I'm with Kenny, they'll remember who I am. If I'm alone, it's like it's like it's like Mark Jones. I think you bring him up. Yeah, he's the one who always forgets. Well, yeah. No, no. And I couldn't go five feet yesterday without people asking, "Where's D'Lo?" Liar. It's true. Liar. KC, what up? Where D-Lo at? Liar. Because everyone knows I'm at home. (laughs) (laughs) They ask, They ask. ask. People ask. Uh, Hey, uh, real quick, shout out to, uh, well, I don't know if there's a shout out for this. Just, damn. TT got busted. Oh. (laughs) Oh. A Oh. (laughs) Taking HGH so we can stay ready, I guess. Man, (laughs) hey. That, that's wild. Tristan Thompson suspended for <laughs> 25 games for taking a form of HGH. Okay, buddy. The I mean, what are we talking about with TT right now? <laughs> Is there something nefarious going on? What do you mean? I mean, what, what, what was he taking HGH for? It's tough to well, get off that bench, bro. You're getting older. Well, if we're, if we're keeping it a stack, it probably makes him – like, he's Good. older. Yeah, like HDH. I yeah. probably should think And if I could afford it. <laughs> if I could get the good stuff? Yeah. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd man, you'd have no questions about if I was on it. <laughs> I'd be – I'd be the, 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 we'd ha- I'd have the heater up to 80 degrees in here be doing the show shirtless every day if I could get some good HDH. But but in, in addition, like, uh, you j- I joke about, you know, the, the effects of like how it can help you, like, train the, – the, the reason you can train a certain way – is because it's similar to it's it's in steroid like it help, what people forget is it helps you recover faster. Mm. It's not like you balloon up and you all of a sudden don't you you sit at home on the couch and you just get swollen buff. No, it allows you to work out more mm. without hurting. Mm-hmm. These dudes have been playing basketball in TT's case. TT's thirty something years old. Yeah. Like yeah, it probably it probably does help him get off the bench a little easier. Yeah. 
He probably needs one of them Phil Jackson high chairs at this point. <laughs> um, again, it's it's no excuse, yeah. but yeah, that's probably what it is. Shout out to Katrina. He, he's old. TT, stay cheating. Well, <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's the only thing that man knows. <laughs> oh, look at Will. Of course, Will Z ran the stats. TT was shooting a career high 64.9% from the field. The league Barry Bonds Thompson. The, the league saw Tristan Thompson's field goal percentage and thought, "Wait a minute, <laughs> the hell is this?" Tristan Sammy Sosa Thompson. Oh, man, <laughs> he up there with a he 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 uh, he up in front of Congress with a translator. Sword's mm. right. He did have roid rage in Paris. Well, he got mad at Claxton for no reason. <laughs> he got ejected. Well, now we know. Now we know. Maybe that was the moment. We're like, what did you get so mad at him for? <laughs> Sir, pee in a cup. Crazy thing about HGH, or at least that form of HGH, I didn't think you could test that through urine. That's why I think so many guys don't get caught. <laughs> I thought that could only be tested through blood, but maybe there's a different, maybe there's a different test. It's why all boxers go, oh yeah, no, I'm not doing a, I'm not doing a blood test. Leave Manny Pacquiao out of this. Sorry, my my fault. It's not the 13th round. Sorry, TT. Uh, thoughts and prayers to you, Brody. Yeah, thoughts and prayers. Figure it out, brother. Uh, so the Kings get a victory last night, and in its yeah. simplest form, we could talk about vibes. We can get, oh, one more NBA note. Uh, Tyrese out another three games. Mm, Rick yeah. Carlisle said that yesterday due to the, 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 did he, so I got my jokes off when he came back to play with Pascal at, in um, Portland. Did he come back too soon? Because he aggravated the hamstring. Quite possibly. That's definitely what it feels like. For a dude that was carried off the court to come back like less than two weeks later or two weeks later, whatever that was, like that's that's not that's that's a bad look from everyone involved. Mm. And I'm not going to blame Tyrese for that because I think athletes always want to athlete. They always want to play. Players always want to play. The the, the, the Medical staff can't go, oh, it's a miracle. Look how quickly he recovered. Like, nah, buddy, you got to – let's chill. Yeah. In this for the long haul. And now, you know, I think he missed five games initially, six games initially. Now he's missing three more. I was that's, a, that's, a, that's a tough look, and he's already missed one. Yeah, I was looking at this the other day. I think he's going to be at around, like, 11 games missed. What's the number again? I think it's eight. It's 17 because you got to play 65. 65, yeah. Mm. Well, that, well, look, we don't think JoJo's going to make it. Oh my God! How is there's got to uh, there's going to be an in season rule change? Yeah, we point. have to figure this out because JoJo plays jo- sixty games, but at the way he's playing, I mean, he's he should be up for consideration for MVP. Is there a point where I, I don't know if there's fine print, and I'm not trying to be funny. Can you march Joel out there for a minute? Yeah, like, well, like I'm serious. I, I like, know, I know what you you mean. And like I said, I, I'm not trying to be disrespectful or anything like that, or too funny. But it reminds me of what's the name, Nikisha Sales. <laughs> yeah, rem- yes. You do that. Yeah, with a torn whatever it <laughs> is, Achilles, and they put her out there Achilles. to. Oh, was she uh, two points, one ma- point away? Yeah, she was one point away. They put her under the basket to make a layup. You got to- a problem with that? I, I don't, didn't have a problem with no, this. I don't She's, like Nikisha Sales. She oh, can kiss my ass. Well, 
Thanks for um, listening, to Nikisha. Appreciate. It. <laughs> give a damn about Nikisha sales. She's trash. <laughs> what are you laughing at? Just go on, on Nikisha sales. I didn't anticipate that today. Well, <laughs> don't like her. <laughs> Do not like her. I don't like her. And That's I thought, just the bottom line. And that was trash. That record's had to have been broken by now by like 10 people, hasn't it? Um, uh, I, mean, I, I would think Maya, did. Diana, Tina, uh, Brianna. Brianna, uh, yeah. Brianna should own every record on the planet. Uh, more than Tarasi? She scored more than Tarasi? Oh, I think so. I think so. Brianna was a force, man. Oh, my God. I don't remember much of her uh, college career. I mean, I know she won. Stewie? Uh, yeah, or, I don't remember like oh, watching her play like oh, I do yeah. Diana. I remember watching Diana play. Yeah, Diana's special. Yeah, Diana's special for sure. But yeah, Stewie was. Yeah, it wasn't that long ago. No, like, Stewie. I think they were Stewie just winning all the time. Yeah, that's what it was. It was boring. Yeah. yeah, it was boring. It was it was legitimately boring. Um, yeah. Anyway, but Tyrese. Uh, yeah, it came back a little too soon. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully. He heals up, you know, takes the time he needs now and heals up. And, you know, those those things can be tricky, like the hamstring strains, the calf strains thing. Like you may get around feeling like, oh, I feel good. I could do this. And you extend just a little bit more than you you, you extend uh, for running and jumping like you normally do. But because it's not fully healed, that has a major effect on you. And you may not even be prepared for it. Yeah. Yeah, tough look for Tyrese and the Indiana Pacers. You're listening to D'Lo and Casey on KIFM, West Sacramento, 98.5 FM, KRX, QHD2, Sacramento, ESPN 1320, always live on the free Odyssey app. Our man Jason Jones set to join us coming up here uh, in about 20 minutes or so. Lots to talk about uh, with him, including uh, Antonio Pierce and the Raiders' latest moves. Uh, curious to get his thoughts on NBA players and how they are around the trade deadline. He covered the he co- he covered the league he covered the, this the Sacramento Kings uh, pretty closely uh, and he would know and also curious his thoughts on on the news about Raw uh, moving to Netflix and what that means for sports media moving forward as him and his guys at the Athletic uh, wrote about that today the Sacramento Kings win yesterday combined with the Dallas Mavericks loss uh, put the Sacramento Kings back up at seventh uh, with the Pelicans. Uh, headed into a game tonight against a team I forgot. It's Utah at New Orleans tonight. So if the Jazz can pull an upset, uh, the Kings can find their way back uh, into the top six. You uh, talked earlier. The Kings took care of business yesterday. You, you talked earlier about, um, and, and we detailed it a little bit, but we can, we can go through it again. <clears throat> it's just you didn't you didn't feel good coming out of that game. Yeah, you weren't feeling the vibes coming out of that. Game. I didn't. And I'll state, you know, for the record, I'm thrilled the Kings won because that's when when you when you navigate your way through everything else in its simplest form. That's what this game is all about. It's about wins and losses, guns and butter. The Sacramento Kings needed a win. They got it. Uh, They had lost four in a row. They needed to get out of that slump. To paraphrase Domas, four can't become five. I don't even think that's paraphrasing him. I think that's a quote. Four can't become five, and it, in fact, didn't. And that's the exclamation point. You won. But no, I'm not 
I'm not feeling where this team is at. It feels like stuff is just off. Uh, De'Aaron's not playing particularly great. It. I'm not a doctor, but I stayed at a Holiday Inn Express once, and it just looks like De'Aaron's off. It looks like he's trying to pick and choose when he's really aggressive and attacking, attacking the basket. We saw one of the big things last year was, man, he is really turning it on in the fourth quarter. It obviously won him that Jerry West award. But there were games where it felt like, man, if he could have done that like in the first, second, third, maybe the game would have been a little bit different. Maybe he wouldn't have had to score 21 in the fourth quarter for the Kings to have a chance. At the beginning of this year, that was dead. There was a third quarter Fox. There was a first quarter Fox. There was all different incarnations of this this De'Aaron Fox. Mm -hmm. And it feels like over this last little stretch, um, you know, some of those games that the Kings lost, De'Aaron was really, really good in. But he he just it just looks like he's off a little bit, mm. and combine that with the fact he's clearly frustrated about something. Like we could put Sean Cunningham Cunningham I'd I'd put Sean Cunningham's video from yesterday on the screen, but it would be difficult for the radio audience to dec- de- 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 decipher exactly what's happening. Other than you hear De'Aaron giving a bunch of like short answers, and then one awkward moment where he just goes silent, looking at Jason Anderson, <laughs> and. I don't know what that is. I don't know if he's dealing with something behind the scenes, if he's dealing with something with the team, if he's frustrated at at at, at media people. I don't know what it is. But combine that with the fact that Harrison didn't speak yesterday, it just feels like, and I'm, I'm going to use your line, it feels like this team is just focused on the wrong stuff. Mm-hmm. Shout out Malik for always going out there in front of everybody and talking, for answering difficult questions. Shout out to Malik for always just being straight up. Mm-hmm. Is, is, is the free throws an issue? No, we just need to make them. They're not an issue with me. We just need to make them. It becomes an issue when you continue to talk about it. We've got to go out there and make free throws. Yeah. They go out and make free throws. How was Harrison Barnes so good? Now he had three days off. Tell Mike that. It's just the simplest stuff. Domas gives it, tries to get a little more intricate in his answers and salute to, Mont- to, 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 to DeMontis Sabonis. He's been out there uh, 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 ask, asking questions during the team struggle and in their victory last night. Right. But it really bothered me. It, it, it confirmed the suspicion I had that Harrison just isn't speaking. And I don't know if it's because I feel like this all started with Toronto. And you can date back to the last time De'Aaron Fox spoke, Mm -hmm. was Toronto. And the Kings won that game. But it was also, hey, the whole Raptors front office is here. This thing is real between Toronto and Sacramento. And an hour later, it was over. Mm. And there's tons of speculation about how it ended, why it ended, what Siakam was willing to do, what he wasn't willing to do, whether something went sour in their meeting with Pascal Siakam, uh, what Toronto was asking for, what Sacramento was willing to give up. And De'Aaron may have just looked at that like, yo, this is a player. This is a player who could help us. And the other team in the conversation, this is, I'm, I'm, this is, this is 100% my opinion. I'm just thinking about how I would feel in his position. This is a player who could help us. We're trying to get to the next level. We're talking about getting to the next level, but we're not doing anything to get to the next level. Meanwhile, a team that we're linked with, for better or worse, seems to be the other team in this conversation because you could throw Detroit out there all you want to. Everybody knows he's not signing with the Detroit Pistons. And we're going to put ourselves in a position where we can't close this deal 
and he winds up over there with him, and you're going to put me through year, a couple more years of this? If, if that's how he felt, I wouldn't blame him. But just kind of hibernating after that, that that I don't really understand. Yeah, and, and I mean, if and if that was the case, I mean, that's something I would hope. That's a one or two day thing that you're trying to get over. After that, it's time to move on and do what you got to do. Mm-hmm. You know, because you got a you got a task at hand. You've got a goal. Um, I, I I think there's. It feels like it looks like there's something physical. Um, yeah, physically wrong, and that that's far bigger than anything else. Right, something something's hampering them a little bit. And like I said a number of different times, I think him and Malik might be the gas tank might be a little low. Like mm-hmm. yesterday, I don't think that was the case because they had had so much time off. Um, but they played a lot of games in a short number of days. Those two are asked to do a lot, and you know, just one of those things where they might not, you know, be at a hundred percent, you know, in the last few weeks. So I wonder if that's the case with him. I mentioned Malik, and Malik, he was really good last night. He didn't mm-hmm. have like the 30-point night or nothing like that. I thought his playmaking was phenomenal. Absolutely. His creating for himself and others mm-hmm. um, was was top top of the line. So I, I really love what I saw from him. And then Him and Domas even, more than anyone mm-hmm. led the playmaking, including De'Aaron. We, we didn't even mention – the out of nowhere return to Davion Mitchell. Yeah, yeah, that was an RKO out of nowhere. <laughs> I, I, and this is this is where I don't know, man. You got me. This is this is where I look at Mike Brown, and I just would love, hey, Mike, off the record, bro. What? Like why? How? And maybe it's just Mike's coaching. I don't. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's Mike following up on what he said over the weekend. I'm playing De'Aaron a lot. I'm playing Malik a lot. And I question whether Mike understood why he was playing those guys so much. It's because he wasn't playing Davion or Keon. He wasn't playing another guard. Right. And last night was a clear indication. Mike is very well aware of why those guys were playing so much. And the circumstances of that game, the Kings having firm control over a team that they were better than for most of that game may have allowed him to get Davion out there. And I think I felt the way a lot of Kings fans felt, Davion was effective out there. I don't need to see double-digit points from Davion Mitchell. I need to see Davion Mitchell. And we saw him last night. I I love seeing uh, Davion out there. It wasn't the spectacular game. But I'm just a big believer and have been that I think he 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 can play in this league. Yeah. And I think if you, you know, if you're Mike Brown or anybody else and you can get um on the same page with him and you know, you can keep working to find a role for him, I think he could help the team. I really do. I, I think that today mm-hmm. I think he could help the team. Um one of the things about, you know, him playing though does kind of remind we've had this discussion before I know how you feel about it but these are the scenarios that point, people point to about showcasing mm-hmm. and I know you don't well let me let me get for sure what it is 
do you think like do you think the idea of not playing somebody for weeks and then playing them and then thinking they're like on the trade market is not real or do you think that maybe the coaches and GMs don't think that either because I don't we may think it doesn't matter but I mean I think I think it does happen I think it does happen it doesn't like it doesn't matter it doesn't make Davion more desirable as a trade piece in our eyes but if one GM looks at it and be like let me get a look at him mm-hmm. I ain't seen him play in three weeks let me get a look at him let me see let me see what it looks like is he healthy all this other stuff last night was an example of people pointing to that for that I understand yeah it's I mean there are the if the if the if the if the chiefs beat the Ravens in Baltimore on Sunday, people will point to the league being fixed because they want Taylor Swift at the Super Bowl. Like, if you're looking for something, you can find it. Here's the part about this so-called showcasing thing that always gets me. And I'm going to do it from the perspective of, I'm Mike Brown. And Monty McNair comes to me and says, hey, we've got to go to commercial, so I can't make this point I'm going to make. I'll attempt to make it when we get back. And Jason Jones joins us next on Sacramento Sports Leader, ESPN 1320. Yes, he got it made, don't he? Professor Tapia in there. Trying to be like Jesse when I grow up. Our man Jason Jones is going to join us here in just a heartbeat. You asked me about showcasing uh, a minute ago. And here's here's where... The whole showcasing thing misses me because Harrison played the way he did yesterday. Davion played and played well, and that has posed the question of will those guys being put out there for a, a potential upcoming trade. Here's my issue. If I'm Mike Brown and Monty McNair comes to me and I haven't been playing Davion Mitchell, Harrison, that's a that's a mystery for another day that I can't explain. But from a Davion perspective, if – if I'm Mike Brown and Monty comes to me and says, hey, you know, we've had teams express interest in Davion, but they need to see him play. And it's like, you've, I, if I'm Mike Brown, I'm saying, bro, you've got film to watch him play. I'm not putting him out there right now because I don't think he helps us win. And I can't accept that a coach goes, all right, yeah, no, no problem. I'll sacrifice this game. In hopes that I'm not the next Adrian Griffin. I'll sacrifice this. I'll I'll say potentially sacrifice this game so I can showcase a player for a prospective trade. No, I don't believe that that's real. I think my theory is much, it's less conspiratorial, if that's a word. Mm -hmm. And I think it makes more sense. I think uh, Malik was playing too many minutes, according to Mike Brown. De'Aaron Fox was playing too many minutes, a Mike Brown. He recognized he had to play another guard, and he had gone Keon. There's clearly something there with Keon he doesn't like, so we went back to Davion. That's why we saw Davion play last night. I think the reason we saw him play as much as he did is because Mike does what he normally does. He coached on field. He thought Davion was playing well. He left him out there. The Kings had pretty good control of that game, combined with how Davion was playing, and he let him rock. I think uh, with the Kings and last night, um, I agree with you. I don't. I don't think it was a showcase situation. Mm-hmm. Mainly 
because of the things that you just laid out make more sense. Um, and we don't have to spend a whole lot of time on this, but just in general, like if, like the Wizards might showcase somebody. <laughs> they don't, what are they trying to win? Sure, exactly. You know maybe. I mean? so like yeah, in maybe. This, in the Mike Brown situation, I agree with you. Mm-hmm. But I could, I can. But Wes Unseld still needs a job. Huh? Wes Unseld Jr. still needs a job. Yeah, Is but, he still the coach? <laughs> that's terrible but i if apologize they, if, they're, if they're working together like the gm and the coach are like look we're seven and 31 like we're not going well, anywhere but we got to get this guy off our books yeah. real quick for a trade all right well i'll give him a, a look i'll give him some playing time i think that might happen but i i don't think that happened with davion i also don't know why he played as a, other than what you just laid out but why is he playing instead of Keon? Like, it is bizarre mm-hmm. that these people go from not playing to 22 minutes or yep. 22 minutes to never seeing the floor. Or starting. Like they that, go from starting to not playing at all. That's where – and it goes back and forth. Like, it keeps going back and forth. It's not, oh, man, I gave you that one chance and it didn't work and now you never play. Like, it happens every four or five games or so. And is that is that a – is that Mike Brown's coaching style, or is that a problematic trait Mike Brown has? It feels like it's his coaching style because he did it last year. The difference was everybody was okay. Went with it, it. yeah. yeah. Hmm. Oh, I mean, the Warriors. I mean, the Warriors is likely to provide a different game. Um, I think they're a better team than Atlanta. I think they propose more problems. Than Atlanta, but there is a, you know, there is an uncomfortable, you know, dynamic to this, and that the that's going to be the second night of a back to back for the Golden State Warriors, who are coming off an indescribably emotional stretch right here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think this brother right here will be able to answer some of our questions as we welcome in our man uh, Jason Jones. So many different things uh, we want to talk to our man over at the athletic about, but I'll start with this, Jay, you covered this league, the NBA for a very long time and you covered it very closely is showcasing around the trade deadline. Is that a real thing or a fan created conversation? It's more fan created from what I've seen than an actual real thing. I don't, there's not many trades you're going to make where you say, you know what? I like this guy, but you know what? Could you play him for four or five games? So I'm sure. Yeah, you right, know? right, exactly. <laughs> like these teams, well, I'm, I'm, I'm in the shadows today, but <laughs> these teams, <laughs> these teams know everyone. You know the players. You know, there's not a whole lot of secrets about guys, you know, especially if they've been in the league for a while. Maybe, it, maybe you want to show a guy's not injured, but even then, it's not like you're going to run him out there. there there's a guy on your team you don't want. You're not going to run him out there for 40, 35 minutes a night to prove that he's healthy or that you can trade him. It's also put him through a physical. Like if you're really worried about his health, put him through a physical. You make yeah, the determination and, yourself. And, and yeah, and teams trade for injured guys. They trade for guys. They're going to cut. I mean, they trade for guys. They have no future, you know. With you know, there's there's a million reasons you can trade for someone. You know, you buy him. I mean, there's a whole bunch of reasons. I don't think. You've got to like put a guy on the court for a few games to prove you want to trade him. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. Yeah. Makes perfect sense. So, um, any idea why? And you've seen Mike Brown with the Kings. You saw him with the Lakers. 
maybe this is, you know, and you follow the league as well, but is this just his style where a guy like Davion Mitchell doesn't play for like two weeks, all of a sudden gets 22 minutes? Like, is this what he normally does? Is this something exclusive to the Kings because he's trying to figure some things out? But he does it often where, and it goes the reverse, right? Like, Chris Duarte could be starting and playing 22 minutes and then not play for six straight games. <laughs> I mean, it, it to me, it more so screams of a coach just searching for something. I mean, the times I've been around the league, the questions that, that people have raised about Mike have been more about in-game situations, you know, you know, why this guy does, you know, but yeah, I've, it's, I don't know if, if I can say that's a Mike Brown thing. That's a coach in general, just trying to find something. Mm-hmm. And if a guy can go from starting, I mean, it, it's, it's, it's weird, you know, <laughs> you don't, you know, but you see it every now, you see it around the league, a guy who'll be out the rotation, a matchup will be favorable. You'll give that guy some minutes. Like, you know, maybe Davion plays a lot again, you know, against the Steph. But then maybe he doesn't play for two or three more games, depending on the matchup. You know, you know, I know Tyrese, you know, did, you know, Indiana's gone. But maybe you say, you know what, Tyrese is too small for a team that has a point guard the size of Halliburton. So you don't, you know, you don't play him. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't, I don't think I wouldn't read a whole lot into it, really. It's just that, hey, you know outside of their core guys, the guys on the fringe of the rotation, it's that whole idea you got to stay ready because you don't know who you're going to get, who's going to get called on night to night. In your experience, what are players like around the trade deadline? Especially ones whose names get brought up pretty regularly in reports. Uh, a lot of times they're, they're just as chat. They're chatty because they're asking us, oh, what did you hear? What did you hear? Mm-hmm. It's almost like a trade of information, and then they'll be like, you know, and they're on their phones because they're trying to see the rumors. And a lot of times, there's guys who don't find out they're involved in them until they read it online. So, I mean, they're just as curious. I think when you're a team that's maybe struggling or or, or you're on a bad team, it's even worse because you assume someone's going to go. And I think because the you know the the Kings have been up and down in some ways that are different from last year, and there's they haven't filled some of the holes maybe defensively they could have filled in the offseason. They're going to be guys who go, okay, you know, what's going on with me? And a, a guy like Harrison, I think he's heard it for so long. I don't know if it even phases him. <laughs> you know, I mean, my man got traded in the middle of a game when he was with Dallas. <laughs> so I don't think it gets, you know, much, much wider than that. I remember Isaiah Thomas telling the story how he was on the team bus in Phoenix <laughs> on the way to a game and like, hey, IT, get off the bus. You just got traded. So, I mean, there really is no, I mean, guys are just, there's, there's a lot of you know, guys can much just exhale after the deadline. Either, you know, you, you know, you're going to be somewhere or you're going to get, you know, you get shipped. And usually teams will try to, a lot of teams that will have a non-practice day that day of the deadline if they can, just to try to, you know, and then, or some of them have like a morning walkthrough or you know, they'll, they'll do different things on the day of the deadline. I think with the Kings, probably the wildest one was when they when uh, Papianis got traded, and he really had no idea that he could get traded like that. I remember, I remember a bogey just telling me the kid was just crying. Mm. Oh, you know, he got cut. He didn't get he didn't get traded. He got cut, mm. and he was just like the, the kid was just in tears. So I mean, there's a wide range of emotions, and you got the guys who are probably saying, "Get me out of here! Thank God I'm gone," depending on their situation. So. 
it's all over the place, but usually there's like a level of calm the night after the deadline or the day after. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Are you uh, familiar with when this starts? Because it seems like this has been going on forever <laughs> this year, and we're still three weeks away. Does it you know, pick up around this time? Is you know, and 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 the internet, Twitter, NBA, Twitter, all this other stuff. It's changed the game a little bit because we're hearing rumors about who's interested in who all the way in December at mm-hmm. this point where, you know, maybe 10, 15 years ago, you didn't really hear that kind of talk until about this time. Yeah. Well, December 15th is that first date where guys who sign in the offseason can get moved. Mm-hmm. So you've got some people making plans and suggestions about, okay, when this guy becomes trade eligible, we can move him. You know, I don't think Bruce Brown signed with Indiana thinking he was going to get moved halfway through the year, but once you once that December fifteenth deadline passes, a lot of guys can get traded. And then what I think what adds to that is that now, as a member of the media, I can go out and create my own trades and pose them. Yeah. And and a lot of times, fans will read those and go, oh, "That's a great idea." And it's like that trade's never going to happen. Like that is literally someone in the press room or at home or on the trade machine made up a trade. But then it, it kind of gained steam like, OK, that's a good deal. Those teams maybe have never talked mm-hmm. but because someone in the, you know, what's their guy? Simmons, he's good for proposing a trade online. That's your boys. Hey, that's your boys, down. man, right there Don't in the blue. Him my boy. I that's, like Cousin that's Sal. Your boy. Now, I do listen to Simmons, though. Too. <laughs> but he's good to throw it out there. And then I'll be reading my say, well, Bill Simmons proposed this trade. And I'll be like, he's not a GM. <laughs> Is Simmons the, the basketball Florio? He might be. He proposed this. I'm like, so I can propose a trade. Mm -hmm. And (laughs) my joke with those is always that those trades always benefit the team that guy likes or that woman likes. And it's like, yeah, of course they'll take three guys I don't like for the one guy I like. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, this is just, honestly, it gets out of hand. I mean, and then it just keeps snowballing and then, you know, usually 95% of what out there never happens. Like, I'd be legit shocked if DeJounte Murray actually ended up in L.A. I'd be, you know, there's just so much. Usually it's what you don't expect to happen is what happens. What helps L.A.? Does DeJounte Murray help L.A.? I think what helps them is, it's, uh, I think when I watch them play, what they miss is they miss, they miss a guy like Schroeder, a smaller guard who can get into other guys defensively. And that was supposed to be Gabe Vincent, but he's hurt. Mm-hmm. I, and, I, and I think in some ways D'Angelo's an easy scapegoat. But between when you have D'Angelo and Austin Reeves, you have a very bad defensive backcourt. And it just is what it is. And I don't – I mean, I would guess – I mean, I'd be lying if I said if I could give you a great DeJounte uh, breakdown right now. Does he help them in terms of their speed and everything in the backcourt? Yeah, but – if you can't guard, you can't guard. And it's just weird because that group could guard last year. And I think you miss a guy, uh, a disruptive type, smaller guard. So. DeJounte you know, just I'll, doesn't pass the eye test for me with the Lakers. Like that's not I, the first I, thing I go. That's what they need. Yeah. I think it's, I, I, I'm not like, Oh my gosh, that's going to fix everything. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I think it's more about to be able to be more flexible defensively. And I think that's part of the reason why Darvin was playing Cam Reddish so much. He was trying to put another defender out there with them. But I don't know when Gabe can play again. 
And I think that's the type of guy they need. They've got him on the roster, but he's hurt. So I don't know if you, you know, and then you're trying to trade D'Lo. Teams don't necessarily want to play D'Angelo next year. And now lately, D'Angelo's been shooting the lights out again. But I also think it didn't help that he was going from the bench to start and, and all that stuff. So I just think, you know, hey, it's been a – I don't know if there's a – I think if they can just get, you know, a little – get that extra guard in there defensively to help them, mm-hmm. that'll help. But I think they've got that – I mean, they got some pieces to, to, to be a much better team. They should not – they should not be a 500 team, even with what they've got. So – you know, when I think I was listening to one of the broadcasts and they were saying how calm they were, but I'm like, don't be calm in number in tenth place. Be calm in fifth or fourth. <laughs> don't be like, oh, we've got this come April. Do you really want to be in a playing game again? What if you get to you get to the playing game? LeBron turns his ankle, AD turns his ankle. Now you're done. So I I think that you know I'm not sure Dejounte fixes fixes everything for them, but I think they just need they need some some perimeter de- help defense and asking Vando to guard every guard in the world is just probably not going to be the ideal you know, way to fix it. Well, you know, who wasn't calm was whoever the GM is in Milwaukee. They <laughs> moved on from Adrian Griffin mm. 43 games into his NBA career. Mm. Uh, mm-hmm. Jason, me and Damien had heard about, Little rumblings about this, but kind of blew it off. Like, yeah, that's crazy. That ain't gonna happen. Like a week and a half ago, and it actually happened. Are you surprised that they made this move before he even got to the All Star break of his first season? I'm surprised, but I'm not because this is a players' league, and when your best player isn't happy, a lot of teams will do what they can to make that player happy, and. If Giannis wasn't happy, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was. That was Giannis's boy a few months ago. Yeah, and you know, but we've seen that happen before. Remember when KD and Kyrie were all Steve Nash fans, and then all of a sudden, this guy can't coach. We got to get rid of him. You know, it just it's it's a player's league. But to be thirty and thirteen, I mean, I guess it speaks to the expectations because they're thirty and thirteen. Right. Yeah. And. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, oh, this is not good. You know, I know they took a step back defensively. Some of that probably is, you know, strategic changes. But also, you can't swap. I mean, for all the good you good you gain from Dame Lillard, you can't replace him. You can't expect defensively him to be anywhere near Drew Holiday. It's not even close. Hmm. And you were going to, you were going to, you're going to lose something defensively without Drew Holiday. And I think, you know, so I just think there's so much. There's that part of it, but hey. Yeah, it, it kind of reminds me of the the last time was it the David Blatt situation. The last mm-hmm. time we saw a coach who was do, seemed to be doing well, but when you don't have the guys in the locker room, oh well. But it's just a wild story that Doc was advising Adrian Griffin, <laughs> and now Doc is probably going to get that job. I mean, if I'm Adrian, I feel like I just got you know I got screwed over. You got the okey I doke. Mean, yeah, it's like hey, here's your mentor. Two weeks later, you know, a month later, your your mentor is now has your job. It's like, That's so does crazy. that mean Adrian can go call games for for you know for ESPN now? I mean, <laughs> it's one of I those mean, things the coaching association probably looks at a little questionably, don't they? You would think so, but then again, the coaches probably have about three or four different agents between them. No, oh. 
you know so i mean well, i don't know who, <laughs> yeah so i mean this yeah it's just it's just a weird thing i couldn't imagine you know imagine if you know you know the king you no know, it wouldn't matter mike brown isn't a first-time coach but you know you know that's like you know, with the lakers they bring in i don't know gen, you know some you know Budenholzer to advise <laughs> darvin ham and all of a sudden now darvin ham's not the coach and they hire Budenholzer. I mean, it's 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 a wild thing, but it's just, and I think probably the the crazier part that it goes to Doc Rivers, who what is what, what number job is this for Doc now? Like five? Well, he's known I mean, for getting teams over the hump, isn't he? Well, see that was yeah, a yeah. We've all we've all seen that in Philly with the Clippers. No need to you take know. shots at me. I'm, I'm a I like Doc Rivers. I like Doc, but I mean he well, yeah. there's a track record there outside of outside of the time that his boy Mikhail got hooked you know, got hooked up Celtics. Yeah. There's a reputation of or a history of okay, we're going to get there and something's going to you know going to happen before the conference finals. Speaking of coaches, how about the Las Vegas Raiders' new head coach? Antonio I'm with Pierce? it. That was your, that was, I like that was, it. What about the I, GM? I, how do you feel? It? And, 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 and I just asked you a question and cut you off, but the, the news about the general manager is today. Uh, we, we could tie all of this stuff in together. Are you surprised Champ Kelly's not back? I'm not surprised. I, I'm, I, you know, I haven't read in the last couple. I don't know if Champ's leaving or anything. Like, I haven't read. Oh, anything. yeah, yeah, it's it's fair. I didn't see that either. But. I haven't seen, but I I had heard in the last couple of weeks that and, and read that the Mark was really hesitant to go with a rookie coach and a rookie GM, mm-hmm. and that even if Telesco wasn't going to be the GM, they were going to try to find a veteran executive somewhere to be a part of the front office. And I mean, for all the things we make, I make fun of the San Diego, whatever, Baja, whatever, Orange County Chargers. They had a bunch of talent. Mm-hmm. I mean, they drafted well for the most part in, in a lot of cases. I mean, picking a coach who was going to go for it on fourth down from his own 15 probably wasn't <laughs> the best idea. <laughs> but, that guy. you know. They they had they they've had some really good rosters in San. I keep calling them San Diego. I'll never get used to everybody them in LA. does. Yeah, you know they've had some good rosters with the Chargers, which is why the whole coaching situations were so infuriating to to their few fans. I shouldn't. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm that, don't do that. Me. I actually feel like they might have more fans than the Rams. Chargers can't be Come looking on. a little lit. They they be out there. I don't know. I mean, the Chargers had what twenty something years to take over LA and. People were like, "Okay, that's the San Diego team," but I, I, I'm not shocked. So I mean, I think I know Mark had said publicly, and I'd heard from people I know around the league that there was a good chance, you know, they liked the, uh, you know, the assistant from India from the Colts, but that would be another rookie GM, and he, I know Mark felt like pairing a rookie coach with Dennis Allen back in the day with a rookie GM when Reggie McKenzie was a problem. I think, you know, but I also think that Reggie McKenzie was the best GM he hired since he took over. <laughs> I just think they, they, they missed on the coach in that case. And they they got it right with Del Rio. Then Del Rio went crazy and well, didn't understand why his black players would be offended by some of the tweets. Damn shame what happened to Jack Del Rio. <laughs> he was like, I don't understand. I don't. Why would they be mad? And then remember his wife was tweeting. Why would he say that? I I like Marshawn. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand why they'd be I don't get it well 
but yeah, I think I think they got I think they got it right. And I I you know, I would love for them to be able to keep a guy like Champ around. It's not like Telesco's like a 35-year-old GM. So I mean, I think, you know, I don't know the terms of the deal. It may not be a long-term deal, but I would not be surprised if Champ is still there. And they have a rapport. Champ was in the coaching interviews. Right. So I'm assuming that he knew either way he would still be part of the organization. And maybe if you're Mark, you give him a bump in pay, you know, do something to show you appreciate it. And then, you know, maybe you get the Jared Mayo deal where, hey, when this guy's gone, it's your gig unless you get something before then. So I but I I'm I, I like the I like Telesco based on the his drafting history over the you know, with, with the Chargers. So I'm a lot more optimistic than I was a year ago with Josh and his homie running things. That that reminds me. What Jason, you remember it. Damon, you might remember it too. What happened that 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 year? It was early in the season and they had a Sunday night game against the commanders and like it all went to hell in the locker room. Like wasn't Derek Carr like crying in the locker room or pleading or something happened. They end up getting destroyed. They were like two and oh, they end up getting destroyed on Sunday night football. And that was like the beginning of the end. Yeah, that was part. I mean, that was part of the whole weird MAGA stuff that was going on at the time. And I guess I remember Jack Del Rio's wife tweeting, like defending Marshawn. Like, why would someone say anything bad about Marshawn? And that's when all these weird rumors started coming out that the all black offensive line <laughs> didn't like Derek Carr. And oh, yeah, there, that was that tough. That was a wild time. And then they Jack kept Del tweeting Rio's- the any given Sunday scene where the line <laughs> let uh, Steam and Willie Beeman. Get destroyed in the rain, and they kept saying that Willie Beeman was Derek Carr. Yeah, and then Jack Del Rio just kept saying it, it, it was just it got really weird really fast. And I thought, you know, and yeah, that was that that was you know, and it was like, well, what it was it was like a lot of tone deaf things going on with the team. Mm. It's like, of course, what he what what Trump said would offend some of the, the black players on the Raiders. Of course, that would be offensive issue, and you know, and it seemed like there was like a disconnect. And from there, that they went from, like I said, they had had a promising season the year before. Mm-hmm. You know, Derek breaks his ankle, and you know that changed everything. But then they had to play some. Who was the quarterback with him? Who was it? The the guy they Connor drafted Cook? ahead. Cook. Was it oh. Connor, Connor Cook? Cook? Yeah, yeah. Connor Cook. It was the guy from the kid from Michigan State. Yeah. The only thing I remember about him is him snatching the. Trophy from Archie Griffin. Oh, that <laughs> ass clown. That was, that was so rude. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, yeah, that was in, in in the in the history of the Raiders, it's gotta be the most random starting quarterback for a playoff game. I think that I think that was the same year uh Donald Penn tried to fight the fan outside the outside stadium. the stadium, yeah. Yeah. Twenty sixteen was a wild yeah, year. I, I remember, remember that. I had season tickets and I was at the game where Carr got hurt. First off, I'm like, why was he in the game? It was a blowout. Mm. And then the fans are like, we'll be okay. I said, no, they won't. It's over. It's over. It's over. over. And then I was right. It was over. Uh, Jason's here every week, but I'm going to use this line anyway. Let's get to why you're really here. (laughs) I've waited all day to talk to you about this. (laughs) We had an extensive conversation on it earlier. Raw is moving to Netflix. 
Jason, I I know you and your your people over at the Athletic wrote about this. To me, and I think to us, this is the beginning of a change in the sports media landscape. To me, this move of a live Monday Night Raw to a platform like Netflix is now the blueprint for Adam Silver, for Roger Goodell, for any sports league with an upcoming television media contract negotiation. And this this is this is the blueprint of a, a major, major move. Yeah, I think that we're starting to see we're gonna see the big shift. You know, now if you're I mean if you're you no know, starts with WWE, but if you're the NBA NFL, you can go to one of these streaming services perhaps offer games without commercials or without interruptions. And it's, it's wild. I would have never thought, shoot, a couple of years ago that we come out live. I know some of the people were saying, well, wrestling isn't a sporting event. Well, it's close enough to where it's, 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 it can be a blueprint for what we see going down the road. It's a live weekly television show. Like above all else, it's a, it's a very highly rated live weekly television show. Yeah, it, yeah, it's one of the number one rated TV uh, cable television shows, mm-hmm. and it's going to be on Netflix. Right. <laughs> and the NFL tested it with putting the game on Peacock. I mean, I know people got mad, but I know a lot of people got that free trial. It was a huge success just to watch it, and then I know a lot of people got that free trial and probably forgot about it, mm-hmm. and they'll be paying whatever it is a month until they realize, oh shoot, I still have Peacock. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's all you're banking on, really. And you know, you know, and they're paying a lot. I mean, was it five billion? Yeah. For if 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 WWE gets five billion just for one of its shows, that's not the whole. That's not NXT and SmackDown mm-hmm. and everything else. What what would what's the NBA going to get? I mean, whether it be that Turner thing, they're doing whatever they end up doing, Warner Brothers whatever but you also have the you know then you have the whole idea of the was it the NFL buying in the ESPN mm-hmm. what if they do that and put everything on it they can on ESPN and now you have to have and then you have to pay for ESPN to watch football I mean I don't watch ESPN for anything but live sports mm-hmm. I would have to then pay for the ESPN if they made it if they made it if they made it a subscription so I mean from it, yeah, this is going to be the blueprint. I think. I think we're going to see more and more leagues and live things go to that. And you know, maybe a change. You look with WWE. You didn't have the paper, the, like the traditional pay per view model anymore. Yeah. But you had to have Peacock or the WWE Network or something to watch their pay per views. Mm-hmm. So I just I can I can see it. You know, I can see a day where you have to have I don't know Amazon Prime to watch the Super Bowl. For all of his faults. I think Vince McMahon is one of the most game-changing individuals in terms of sports media. Oh when, yeah. When you talk about pay-per-views, when you talk about the move to the network, everyone when 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 the, when the first teasers for the WWE network went out, it was like what channel is it going to be on? They used to have that on-demand channel that was on like Comcast or something like that, that WWE on-demand channel. It was like what what like is it going to be channel a channel on DirecTV, a channel on Dish Network, a channel on Comcast? What's it going to be? And it's nope, it's an over the top service. Here's what it is: not only is it an over the top service for superstars of wrestling from 1987, mm-hmm. you can watch WrestleMania 30 on this. Mm-hmm. 
You can watch every pay-per-view we do on this because we're getting rid of the pay-per-view model because we have to split it with on-demand and all of these companies 50-50. Now we don't have to split it 50-50. Now the profit comes directly to us, and the only way we have to cop money is if you download your WWE Network app through Apple, and then instead of going to WWE.com and subscribing, and this is the case for every app, if you set up your payment through Apple, Apple gets a piece of that. If you set up your payment through HBO Max, HBO gets all of the money. And WWE looked at it like, we'll take that trade off versus splitting it 50-50 with all of these companies. And now yeah. you see the pay-per-view model has really, really changed over the years, and Vince was the first to do it. And you look at even the whole idea with this deal that internationally, they'll get all the shows through Netflix. Mm-hmm. No more trying to negotiate a TV deal in Europe and mm-hmm. Australia. You, you all go to one place. And they, they were already thinking big picture. They got they got the, the event in Australia next month. Yeah, You've got the event. In, they, they know exactly what they're doing. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to, you know, I they got an event in Berlin in uh, the summer. Yeah. And I remember even at WrestleMania last year, Triple H hinted at the idea of a WrestleMania internationally. Yep. And yeah, this is, I mean, this is going to, this, this is going to change a lot of things. And I mean, I think it'll be a thing where we'll just be okay. Well now, you know, you see, you see it with the NBA, like on a smaller scale. I know Spectrum does a thing where you can get the Spectrum app, and if like for twenty bucks, I don't know if it's a month or whatever, a season, you can stream all the Laker games. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think you're going to see more teams doing stuff like that. You know, you have the league pass, but if you're whatever, whatever network you are, if you have a team that's popular, like a team like the Knicks could get away with doing that. Probably, I know people in California who were Knicks fans who like. I hate the Knicks aren't on TV more, but if the Yes Network says with our Yes app, you can watch every Nick game. Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't you no know, people around you know sign up for that? And like you said, just go around the cable companies, go around the all these other splits. Yeah, I, I think this is this is like, yeah, this is going to be I don't want to say the beginning of the end, but this is going to be the first major shift because gen- a lot of times WWE has done stuff people have laughed at. And then you look around like they laughed at wrestle the idea of WrestleMania and, and closed circuit TV back in the day. Before you know it, every boxing match that's major goes, we're going to go to that same model. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they should have done something different with WrestleMania too. But other than that, it was huh? perfect. WrestleMania too, yeah. not not the most mm-hmm. successful. But event. It, but the the home team. I'm see Rowdy Piper versus Mr. T. Oh, geez. King Kong Bundy headlined a uh, WrestleMania. Well. That's. That's wild. Well, so did Refrigerator Perry in Chicago. <laughs> so there's true. that. <laughs> that's true. So did uh, Lawrence Taylor. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> well, bam, 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 Bigelow. Slammed because LT is a mighty good man. Shout out wow. Salt and Pepper. Yeah. Not everyone will get the reference. As Vince said when mm-hmm. they were dancing. Uh, yeah. Wow. Well, that's what he did. <laughs> he caught one look at Peppa and <laughs> told us all we needed to know about Vincent Kennedy McMahon right there. <laughs> I really can't be. I can't blame him. <laughs> I can't. I used to yeah. love Pepper. That was my girl. Oh yeah. Um, but you talked about like the teams having their own stuff. I mean, you mentioned the Lakers doing that. The Knicks, uh, the Clippers got their own little conglomerate right now. They've got, I think they got like eight streams. Like if you if you, and it's a, through League Pass, but they have their own little Clipper Vision or something that you pay X amount of dollars a year. And I wonder. 
when we get to that point. You know what I mean? Maybe maybe the the exclusive games like the TNT or HBO Max Thursday game is on those platforms, but the Kings Hawks on a Monday is on the Kings Network. Hmm. I wonder if that ever happens. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. The, the the NBA model is just different, like say from the NFL, because teams have their own local deals. Yeah. So I think it gives way to a lot of a lot more options than say the NFL, where they just say, okay, you get the Sunday ticket, and this is what it is. And you know, if you think about that, even too, they went to YouTube. Yeah. Yep. So you know, and so I think you know you got that. You know, but I think I think people were more okay with YouTube than the idea of Netflix because generally we think of Netflix, we think of movies, mm-hmm. movies, comedy specials. You don't think, okay, I'm gonna go sit down and you know turn on Netflix. Oh wow, Monday Night Raw is about to start. Mm-hmm. It's a change yeah. in thinking. It's like Amazon. It's like the Amazon yeah. football game. You're, you you know Amazon has something like it's never been an app I like frequented it, but no, they have a live football game now. And what it made me do with Amazon was sometimes the game will go off and then Amazon is still on. You start scrolling through. Okay, what else we got on here? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's 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 a, it's definitely a way to do it, you know, and I think it's, we're going to see a lot more of it, you know, and then, you know, imagine if this, this these weekend's games were only on Amazon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know a lot of people completely – dismiss it and say there's no way do you ever think we get the super bowl on pay-per-view pay-per-view i don't think so i don't think pay-per-view but i mean like a, okay well, how about a peacock situation like how they did the game so the, like if the, you have it you have it if not you got to pay eight dollars but what for, what about for me who pays the extra four dollars for commercial free then what uh is it probably, not commercial free yeah it's probably invalid that day or who knows? Maybe it's a thing where it's still commercial free for you, but those of us who aren't commercial free, you get commercials or something. I, I, I've seen it with Amazon where they'll say there's there's content that's only for the commercial free people. So yeah, that's what the, that's what the Peacock does. That's what yeah, the, the Peacock does. Yeah. So I think I think I mean I think the real test will be down the road when NBC gets the game again. Yeah. You know, what What if one day they say exclusively on Peacock the Super Bowl? Oh, them I mean, old heads are going to lose their mind. I don't know mind. what's stopping them from doing it. It's still a risk at this point. I think I think doing that is still a risk. You think it's a risk for the Super Bowl, though? Yeah, because you're asking people in, like, in today's climate, too, mm-hmm. to go spend more money to something that for their entire life has been free. Mm-hmm. And they'll look at it from a capitalist standpoint like, wait a minute. You're, and how do you sell advertising to that? Like, because right now you can sell Doritos and Pepsi and Chevy. We got 100 million viewers easy. And it doesn't matter who's in the game. Mm-hmm. You go to the Super Bowl. How do you sell those ads? Where It's like, well, the app has 30 million users. Even if we doubled that, that's a fraction of the audience mm-hmm. that we had before. I think it becomes a harder sell. So, so here's what I would ask both of you guys, though. Is... <laughs> is the news and the Super Bowl the only thing keeping TV alive? Like TV in that setting? No. What else is? Well, there's still there's still network television that they just because we don't watch it. Yeah, but people still watch something at eight o'clock on Channel Ten or thirteen. Yeah. 
I mean, I, I think that's that, not how we watch TV, but I think that's how some people watch TV. I have to remind myself I'm not the normal TV watcher. Right. You know, because I got used to for all those years of traveling, like a sitcom like Abbott Elementary. I got used to not watching it during the week. And then I get on the road and I'm in a hotel. I'll watch six episodes straight. Mm hmm. And there's a lot of TV. I mean, and I haven't broken that habit. Like I'll watch a whole season of a show over a weekend. Mm -hmm. So I think there's still a place for the network TV. I think, you know, and then I do think live sports is helping network TV, live news and, you know, the local news still matters. I think, you, you know, uh, no matter, you can't go to Peacock and find out what happened at Oak Park. Yeah. <laughs> And know, so I think those things still matter. Local radio I, shows still matter. And unfortunately, this one's over and we've got to go do another damn. one. So sorry to cut you <laughs> off, Jason. We've got to go. Uh, we'll run it back next here on ESPN 1320. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 